Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the MCU crew. This is the first time you're seeing us today. There have been no audio issues at all that we've sussed out. Jesse, why are you? You look like you're. Oh, your pinky's out drinking some tea. That is that chilled tea. Oh, it's chilled. All right. What? Jesse, you look like you've been up for like three hours. Yeah, did Jesse just get up early and now we're getting full Jesse rather than like hour up Jesse? Y'all don't know. There's a certain, like you're you're all youngins. You'll get here eventually. But someday you'll realize that. No, that's not real. No, no. You'll you'll (laughs) all realize one day that getting up early is, that's, that's where it's at. It I is. get so much stuff done in the morning before like the rest of the world wakes up. I'm just all like, "It's true." I did. I did work today. I, I did. I did things today. And you're all like, "I woke up six minutes ago." I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It seems like a scam, but every time you see those crazy guys that are on the internet, they're like, "I woke up. I woke up every day at four thirty in the morning, and I get those guys." First off, insane, but also maybe onto something. <laughs> I think they're onto something. What? What? Now, what time is early for you? What's wake up early for you? Oh, like an hour and a half ago. <laughs> Which is, so it's... Like 7.30. It's 9, so 7.30, that's, you know, that's pretty early. What time it's do you not, get to bed, not. though? Are you in bed by 10? Uh, I was in bed by 11, I think, last night. Okay. It fluctuates with us in our household. 11.30-ish. If we, if we have the kid, then Aaron's getting up at 7.30, which means we're usually going to bed around, usually falling asleep around like 11.30, 11.45. And then I'm up. Oh, if I got nothing to do the next day, I'm in bed at like 4 a.m. I'm not even going to yeah. lie. I'm, yeah. I'm up all night. That's like nothing's stopping me. It's like I'm 22 all over again. Let's get dominoes. Yeah. And then you wake up the next morning and you're just <laughs> like, oh, that was a bad decision. We'll do it again next week. We'll just we'll be back here seven <laughs> days from now. <laughs> That's how it that goes. was like me. I, I stayed up way too late last night and or yeah. just in general. Oh, OK. All right. Yeah, normally I feel like I'm pretty good. I usually go to bed at like 1 a.m. and I wake up at 9. But for this show, I'll go to bed a little early and then wake up a little early. Uh-huh. It doesn't take me that long to get ready in the morning. So just like, you know, a little bit early. But today it was definitely like an 8.50 type of morning where I was like, oh, okay, I have 10 minutes. <laughs> like wash my face, brush my teeth and get on camera. That's how it goes. Oh, Jesse's doing repair guy stuff. I'm going to go ahead and mute his mic. Uh, we got a Turtles trailer to talk about. Uh, we got Modoc to talk about a little bit. Mo- Modoc's weird. I don't know. Did you watch any of it, Bronze? I watched the first episode. I did. Uh, and then I thought it was only weekly. I thought it was like releasing. Uh, I didn't realize the whole show was out, essentially. Um, yeah, right? Yeah. I guess it's it's doing that. It's only all out in uh, the US. I think in the UK it's not or something like that. Uh, what are we talking oh my about? Gosh, weird. Talking about Modoc and its weird release schedule. I only watched an episode. I haven't, I haven't seen one episode of it yet. It's yeah, I've seen it's like okay. eight trailers. Haven't seen one episode. <clears throat> yeah, it's also I'm fighting a dog whose nose is just being so hyperactive. Ollie, what are you doing? There's nothing up there. Um, what else has been going on this past week? Is there is there any other like big Marvel stuff? We got a couple Loki, uh, like yeah, like thirty minutes. second, yeah, Miss Miss Minute. I think was uh, the name of that Loki thing. Um, that's what's been going on. The, the Loki trailer was 30 seconds long. The trailer. Yeah. Crazy. That just, I'm going to let you know. I think that means because the trailer showed everything we've seen before. 
I think that means there's gonna be a lot of like real spoilery stuff Weird they shit. simply can't show. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk I'm fine about with it. that. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with it as well. We'll 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 get into it. Uh let's start though with uh with the Eternals trailer. The the big news uh this morning. Uh I love that they launched this stuff on Monday. It's it's great because we could just talk about it right when it's when it's fresh. Uh I've seen the trailer three times. First time I watched it, I really enjoyed it. On subsequent viewings, it's a weird trailer. Uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's very much not what I usually expect from Marvel, which is a good thing. But also I felt like, and I, I think teaser is probably, this is probably the first time that I think a teaser has been released from Marvel and it's actually been a teaser, right? Like I have no idea what's happening in this movie. I have absolutely no idea who the bad guys are. I have no idea what the plot of this movie is. I only know that the Eternals exist. They know who the Avengers are. I know some of them. I know that there's a lot of Starks in the MCU now, which is weird. Uh, and that's that's about it. Also, I know that uh, uh, Kumail looks awesome. And he's got a, a great like, dance scene, apparently. There's like a dance yeah. number? Yeah, apparently there's just a dance number? Yeah. I, I will say the trailer, my initial response was, oh, this is going to get mixed re like reception. Yeah. Just because of what it is, it is like the most non-Marvel trailer I've ever seen, period. Yep. Every single time. I, I watched it, I, you know, maybe three or four times. I agree. I couldn't tell what was going on. I get the gist. I know what it is, but it's, it. you know, it was a teaser. It told us very little. And I maybe have to watch it again. Was there ever a scene where Angelina Jolie's face wasn't covered by something? Uh, like, didn't she every have, like, time she had like one scene when she was first introduced with her boob armor? <laughs> I, like I don't, I don't. I, it's like a sword or like a thing. I'm telling you, I have to go back and watch it again. But I felt like they kept covering her face every time, and I was like, interesting choice. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm way off. I just that's what I seem to remember from watching it this morning, and I was like, okay. And uh, yeah, I don't. I think it's one of those movies that will be super awesome, but the trailer is like very vague, and these are new characters to much of the the movie fan base. Yeah, and so you know it's it's going to be a hard start for for a movie like this because it isn't like and my name is Stormfingers and I am Laser Sword. Right? Like, because at least you know what those people do. The Eternals are like, we are old. So very, very old. <laughs> and we fly around in a pyramid spaceship. Oh, and by the way, dance number. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I, like, all right. Okay. It's weird. Uh, in a lot of ways, I, I, you know, I think of the parallels between this and, like, Guardians of the Galaxy when Marvel introduced a brand new, like, essentially world to the MCU. And Guardians did it in like this joking matter where they were like, who like who are you? And then he says Star Lord or whatever. Like it was meant as a joke, but it also introduced that fucking character. And like you won't forget that character's name. So it does two things, both very well. Uh and this one, like, I bet you I I don't even think anyone uh, did they even like mention names? No, there the were no introductions. There? No, there were yeah. In, yeah. in but you're right in guardians there i think the first teaser first trailer literally was a lineup like yeah. they were in a lineup and it was an introduction of all the characters and who they were as like care so you got that immediately and this 
again, uh, you know, I'm going to go back to what I said before. I don't know how you do 7,000 years of history in one movie. Sure. I'm excited to see what it looks like, but it seems like a lot. And so I'm very excited to see, like, you know, they had them all around. the, the They had that Marvel scene where everyone is like, we're around a table, and I'm going to say a quippy line. <laughs> End. Right? They do that all the time. So I'm curious, you know, if that's like a little bit of character. I have no clue, man. I have no clue. Yeah. Bronze, what would you think before we get too deep in the weeds? I that trailer it's so different than anything marvel's ever done before it's just so it's just so different and there it was kind of cool that they had like they they had like an indian wedding and like a bollywood dance number and they even did like the quintessential top down shot with like you know that circular pattern and the spinning which is like looked so so iconic like it's such a bollywood thing like that's like the shot we have in like so many of like our triple a like budget films where they'll have like a really amazing set and like really awesome costuming and do that top down shot. But I was also like just really shocked to see it in a Marvel movie. And I'm I'm wondering if people are going to be open minded enough to go see this because it is so strange. Basically, all they've really told us from the trailer, you, you know, looking at this from if, if from the point of view of somebody that's only ever watched MCU stuff. Basically, it's like, okay, so there are these weird alien things, I guess, that have come here and they have been living here this whole time and they've never interfered. But now, for some reason, they're going to interfere, but they don't even imply whether or not they're going to be doing it against a threat or whether they feel like mankind has strayed too far from the plan and must be eliminated. Like, there's just not... So it's like it's very bold and different from anything else that Marvel has ever put out. Yeah. yeah. I feel more so that way after this trailer than I did after the last trailer. Yeah, I agree. I think it's really interesting uh, as well. If you go read the responses on Twitter to the trailer, because um, most of them are like, well, where the fuck were these people when, when they fought Thanos? Like, why, why the fuck didn't these people show up to help fight? the biggest threat in the galaxy like what the hell's going on with that um so it in in some way i think that it's got people intrigued to like figure out what the fuck they were doing or why the fuck they didn't like join in that fight right um but also it in a lot of ways it's got people uh thinking like well fuck these guys right like they didn't help out at all like fuck them i have an answer but i think it's a huge spoiler right so like, well, if I you, mean, if you we do can a little get into digging, why they wouldn't, but like, I right. feel like that's a massive spoiler. I'm just saying for the the general populace though, like they can go yeah, and yeah, figure yeah, out yeah, the information yeah. if they want. So I, I think I think I know what the spoiler is that you're trying to say or trying not to say in this. Um, I feel I feel like I feel like these a movie like this has a lot of heavy lifting to do, um, and and I don't know what the main focus of the plot's going to be. I wonder if it's going to be something. It, it's either like there's a villain. Or is this one of those things where, you know, they've been like hyping up this sort of like the world is in chaos because a bunch of people snapped back into existence. Like, is this one of those things where like we got to help? You know, we made this these people. We got to like help. I have no like that's the thing about the trailer. There's literally no information given to you. None. Yeah. Zero information. And, And the thing that I think is the reason why I think this is like a divisive trailer is it's beautiful. 
It has like some really cool ideas in it, some amazing things happening. But unlike most trailers where they tell you nothing, there's nothing in it that is like, oh, what? Like, what's the hook? Like, what's the reason why you would 100% want to watch this movie? Yeah. Like, there is no twist or tease that's like, like the there's no mystery, right? It's like, oh, that's cool. That's super cool. But there's no like, what is, you know, why do I want to know more about these characters that wasn't in this trailer? Right. I mean, I think in terms of, it's going to be kind of that, like, they do this in multiple phases, but for some reason I call it a phase one villain where it's just a foil of the hero in a lot of ways. Cause like the, the enemies of the Eternals are the deviants, right? And they're just, <laughs> they're just them, but evil them, right? Like in a lot of ways, that's that. I think in, in a proper trailer, whenever that comes out, uh, they're probably just going to show like, the celestials in some form, right? Cause like that's, that's who these, that's like the direct creator of these people. right? So like they got to pop up and that's probably a big deal of like, who the fuck are these like random ass alien people? Like, why are they so, why are they so prominent in this footage that I'm seeing here? And that might be a hook. Um, also, I want to know like who's playing the celestial. Right, like chat joked Morgan Freeman, but like, who's gonna, who's actually gonna voice a celestial? I would be right? in there for that. Like, if out of nowhere Morgan Freeman just shows up in the MCU, I'd be like, well, I mean, what one of the one of the uh, Eternals, their entire part of their entire like tool set is that they can communicate with the Celestials. I think that's Salma Hayek's character uh ajak so like they're gonna be a big they're gonna be a thing in this movie without a question they the celestials will show up the the entire reason these guys exist is because the celestials deemed it so uh so like they're gonna be in this movie in one way and that'll be kind of a shock when everything that we've seen thus far from the movie is like these gorgeous landscapes and like bright colors and then they're just gonna go to space and it's, it's gonna be a fucking celestial standing there Right, <laughs> like that's kind of a what giant up, shock. Dudes? Yeah. yeah, just a giant shock uh, in terms of what that actually looks like. Um, I feel like they're probably going to go with something Dormammu esque. You think? Yeah, I think it's probably going to be like something that's far from a humanoid, or like you know, yeah, because like I can't imagine them being like, oh, it's. Julia Louis Dreyfus, you know. <laughs> what if she like, shows up some... and is like, "Hey, everyone, it's me, it's Celestial." I'd be like, "What?" That'd be the biggest <laughs> twist in Scrolls. I'd be like, "What?" Well, Time yeah, out. because what? the thing is, like, they're so um, they're so good at casting those types of roles where we're like, "Well, who could ever possibly?" be this living planet in guardians of the galaxy too and then they always cast somebody that's like iconic enough or has kind of been out of the scene a little bit so that nobody ever expects it and it's always like really good because they de i feel like they definitely did that with guardians of the galaxy too I yeah can't, i can't remember the actors it for some reason i want to say the dude from tango and cash Talking about kirk Douglas? from new york or not 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 kirk no, no. god kirk damn it now i'm blanking like 
Kurt Douglas. God damn Kurt it. Now Russell. I'm blanking. Yeah, Kurt Russell. Kurt, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yes. Kurt Russell. Yes. Wrong, wrong K actor. Kurt yes. Douglas. Like, Whoa! In my head, Kirk Douglas was in that movie. Uh, it's it's remarkable. It's really good. You, should, you guys. Should. Tom Morello? What? <laughs> Remember when Tom Morello was a planet? That was an amazing scene. That was pretty. One good. of my favorites. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kurt. Russell. I would actually, I would actually be down if it was like Antonio Banderas. Is a celestial? Is a celestial? Well, I'd be totally fine with that. Out of nowhere, he's like, "Let me tell you about." nasal allergy drugs and be like oh he is good <laughs> I, remember because he's the b he's the he's the b the drug b my understanding of bees. the celestials is that they're not humanoid they're giant looking mech type things so it's just going to be a voice right like because we've seen one of the uh the celestials in uh guardians one when he's destroying yeah, that when planet, he, like, drops the, yeah, he drops the stick. He also and then... going ahead, literally yeah, the yeah, plotline yeah, is yeah, a yeah. giant head. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just I don't think we'll see like a a full like I don't know how to describe it. I don't think we're gonna see like a, a full a full bodied like celestial. Gonna, yeah, I think they're gonna like dial it back and like when Ajax maybe communes with this you know entity, it's gonna be like. Dormammu-esque where it's like Ajax this big with like a weird concept of a celestial. Sure. Like a constellation or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just can't fathom them being like look at the scale of this thing. Because <laughs> that would just be so weird to do on camera. Yeah. But also I, I don't know. Like I kind of hope they do. Like I, I hope they, <laughs> they just go for it. <laughs> And it's this giant, like quite literally giant, like multiple miles high being. It's just like talking to a little humanoid person. I'd be into Yeah, that. I guess maybe that's part of it is like, I don't know much about like cinematography. So to me, I'm just like, how would that work on camera? Like, because they're so big. We saw an entire plane chase happen on the head of one, let alone like a full body one, like. For scale that's just crazy i don't know it's just crazy like it's it, it would be fun if they existed on the periphery and so we only saw them in scenes like you know that guardian scene or the head like they're just like too big and too important to be involved in like the little stuff and they got like it'd be fun but there's also things in the sort of the giant celestial universe that are very important that we that depending on where this franchise goes i mean like even the dude who made the symbiotes is like one of them he's like an eldritch version of them so like you know everything comes from them eventually mm -hmm. and so yeah, eventually we have to get to that like all right we're getting real metaphysical and crazy now but it would be interesting if they kind of like kept that always on the periphery and so we never quite got there because it was like you know, well, we're just dealing with with Earth stuff right now. We don't. Got, but who knows? I mean, who who knows? Uh, apparently, there have been leaks of what these things look like, and I'm staring at them right now. So I can tell you which oh. route they go <laughs> if you want to know. Wait, they're, <laughs> what, they're actually they're there's oh, It's concept art. Yeah, there there are straight up concept arts of these things. 
if you want to know. <laughs> they straight up have uh, parallels as well into the comics. Well, I mean, so okay, some, I mean, parallel yeah. into the comics, and it's more giant mecha, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. they look like uh, Jaegers from uh, what's it called, but they're like wake. You know what? They look less like Jaegers and more like Ava style. You know what yes. I mean? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a little yeah. like more movement than just like i have a nuclear reactor on my back right (laughs) like a little more movement to them um yeah they're super interesting looking Uh, they are right on the money should i show them should i show if you don't want to see what these things look like turn away from the screen do you have this image jp this might be helpful are you looking at the one that has the parallels to the comic thing i think we're looking at the exact same image yeah yeah all right do they have the funny helmets Yes. Oh wow. Okay, so they went like by the book. I mean, they look pretty like on point. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't think they were gonna go that route. I thought they were gonna be like, "Oh, we're gonna." Still this pull is concept back art. This. Yeah, this, this is a little concepty. We don't know. If this is actually what they're gonna look like. They, you know, they could be totally different. But like this, I think is dope. I would love this. But like, and in, in what? <laughs> It's, it's going to be a little bit like, uh, at least for me, it'll be a little bit like the first Transformers movies where like the Transformers are talking to one another and you're like, this is so fucking stupid that like, why <laughs> they're just giant yeah. creatures what? that are like turning really slow and like cracking jokes with one another. <laughs> like what the I, fuck? Where is, is this on? conversation going? Because there was never a moment for me where I was like, thank God the, the Transformers movies finally got it right. There's never a moment. There's never a moment for me, Rose. Like, there's not. Oh, thank God, they finally nailed it. That's what Those I'm saying. Continue to suck. <laughs> they never got good. The first one was the closest. The first one was the closest. But yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. I I don't know what a conversation looks like if one of those things just like shows up, and he's like, "Sup? I'm a celestial. How's <laughs> it going? Like, what do they? What do they even say? How do they communicate? Like." Do they have I English accents? Like, what, what, what are we oh, talking God. about here? <laughs> I don't know. They wouldn't I even would, talk would in, in Hugh. Like, they would have to be like, oh, yeah, we uh, our voices could be heard by anyone or some shit. I would, I would hope that the reason there's a character in Eternals that can talk to a Celestial is because it's one of those cool, like, Only you know, I like can. biblical thing where it's like, if you hear their voices, your head explodes. Like something like just gnarly like that. I would love that. I think that'd be awesome. Like, yeah. They're so profound. Like if you hear there's you die. Like World like, Serpent and, and God of War type deal. As someone in chat to point yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's just like too much. Yeah. I think that would be pretty cool. But uh, you know what this is gonna be like. That's where they put in like Nick Cage <laughs> as Jamaya. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, I'd be there. I, here's like I'd be fine with that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Get him in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm into it. Um, another thing that's that's interesting about the trailer is uh, Kit Harrington's character, because it's quite literally just Jon Snow uh, <laughs> as the Black Knight, or sorry, as Black Knight. It's not the Black Knight. It's just Black Knight. Uh, Dane Whitman, aka Black Knight. He's just a human who has a mystical sword. It's Jon Snow. I mean, that's pretty much <laughs> everything he is in every. Like he is, he's, um, like a younger Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise in everything Tom Cruise is in, 
And yeah. I, yeah. except for that, except for that one movie where he played uh, the like old man agent. In which case, that was incredible. Uh, was that Tropic Thunder? Whatever that was, that was like one. I was like, all right, that's pretty funny. But most Les of the Grossman? time, it's just Tom. Yes, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tropic Thunder, Les Grossman. Yeah. But like you know, most of the time, Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise in a movie. I feel like that's Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington is just Kit Harrington, and everyone just accepts it. Like, yeah, all right. And so it doesn't really bother me that much. I'm like, yeah, all right. And he's gonna like, you know, make out with a bunch of people and be amazing and like do his thing, and that's fine. I'm fine with it. But you're right. It's just it's literally just him, but he's immortal now. Like, all right, cool. Yeah. the The meme that's been going around is is he's gonna get offered that sword and then just say I don't want it. Oh my god, right? Yeah. And then that little right. redhead is gonna kill the bad guy. Yeah, no, I get it. She's gonna jump in and <laughs> stab know? him and over the end. It'll be like, oh great, okay, cool. <laughs> no respect to Kit Harrington, but that dude has disrespect. just one of the most saddest faces I've ever seen. Like his expression is just, just eternally sad. so pathetic. Like, yeah, like like somebody just roasted him or something. Like his expression is always so like I don't know how to describe it. So pathetic where you're like, dude, are you okay? Like, I want to ask that every time he's on camera, like, dude, are you okay? Like, cause he's, he's just emoting has bronze. That face. Yeah. That's but just yeah, his, but it's the same emote. It's his resting sad face. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Jesse. His eyes definitely. Uh, Jesse's definitely got the eyes down. He's definitely got the eyes down in this look. 100%. No, no, I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huge fan here of Kit Harrington. Yeah. Now that I think about mm -hmm. it, his name is Kit. So maybe that's why he's sad. Because what the fuck kind of name is Kit? You know, just totally sad. Is that his stage name? I wonder I don't, if that's his like. Kit Harrington. I just assumed his real name was something like Obadiah. And they were like, we need something oh. that rolls off the tongue. Your name is Kit now. His real yeah. name, his full name is. Here we go. Christopher, I'm going to go with Catesby Harrington. It's C-A-T-E-S-B-Y. Okay, so yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say something like Kit Ignatius Tolerance. <laughs> like, oh, that, you know, like they call him Kit. It's like Christian with a K, Inglesby, Tamarinth, right? Harrington. They're like, Christian, oh, we'll just call you Christian Kit. with a K. That's just rude. Well, I mean, you know, that's Wait, Ob Obadiah. <laughs> I thought it would be just something that they were like, this isn't cute. No, we need Obadiah, Ezekiel, Ishmael. <laughs> yeah, I thought oh, it was yeah, right. be something like that. Now I'm confused. Right, we'll go with Kit. His dad. I'm confused by His dad. We're going into the family tree of Kit Harrington here. Uh, we dive deep on the MCU crew. Uh, his dad's name is Sir David Harrington. 15th baronet what is, yeah no that checks out what is fit what is the fifth like is that some english shit was he in the army or like it's, what does that mean it's super english shit yes uh I, I i don't like isn't a baronet like low down on the totem pole of like yeah it's like a minor lord like he, it's 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 one of those things that is probably in title only and i don't know that he like oh you know it's like you know like it's 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 not like he's out there owning half a country. He literally is like, when it says 15th, what it means is that 
in the line of baron. You know how like, there's the line of like kings and the Lineage, royalty. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the line of barons, so somewhere there's a baron like Lord Hornsby. Fifteen <laughs> down is Kit's dad. So fifteen people gotta die in front of Kit's dad before his dad becomes the baron. That's what that means. It's okay. a title only that probably like. The dudes at the country club are like, oh, 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 yes, 15th about it. Is that right? I think that's what that I, is. Yeah. Right? Uh, uh, this this website is reporting. A baronet is a British hereditary order of honor, which is what you just said uh, with prettier language. Uh, but the ranking is pretty similar to commoners. Sir is put before the name of a person with this title. The actor doesn't get impressed by his family history like other people. Quote, there's an unhealthy obsession in America with royalty and the class system. Oh my God, you're the son of a duke. People say, I'm not anti-royalist, but who gives a shit? <laughs> so, Y'all are the ones <laughs> keeping it in your name. Why are you saying Americans worship oh. that? It's because we well, think it's, it's weird. It's and we're like, name. what does that mean? Yeah. 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 Oh, never mind. Ooh, Apparently, Americans have a weird obsession with it. Y'all are the ones naming yourselves after <laughs> that shit. Shut the fuck up. Sorry. <laughs> Apparently, it means that he's the 15th Baron, not 15th in line. Oh. I know nothing about Royals. I made a solid guess. That was a good guess. That was a no, good that ass was guess. A, if you could have just sold it, and I would have believed it. Yeah. I, would, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been able to. I would, it was all guesswork. I was like, it sounds right. Yeah. He's also believed oh, well. to be a descendant of King Charles II in one form or the other. If you Get Harrington? Care. He's what? just destined. You know what? At first destined. I thought he looked pathetic, but as an American who's obsessed with titles, now that I know that he's related to Charles, I don't think he looks pathetic anymore. I just want to be a, a duke. How do I get to be a duke? I don't think you can anymore. I think it's passed on. Right? Man, I want to be I, I just I just want to like be able to walk and be like duke, 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 <laughs> duke of dogs. Right? I want to I want to like have the, like the whole swag that goes with being a duke. That's what happens right? when you're a duke. The people just follow you around, and that's the... Plus, you want a barbershop? Courtois? Like, what is that? First off, yes. Yes. But just say the word duke. It's a fun word to say. It's Pretty a fun... Good. Duke. It's yeah. a fun word to say. I guess I guess you could also marry a duchess, Jesse. There's another way. Marry to... the kid of a king. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's only a bunch of, like, dudes. So, like, yeah, you know, I'd do it. I, you know, I'd do it. <sighs> be like, Are they yeah. woke enough to have a... Like a hell like a no, hell no, no way, no, no way. Like, how would they even handle that? They wouldn't. They, I mean, we saw how they handled uh, some other uh, things recently. They would not handle. Uh, Wait, Duke is mainly gifted from a queen. I gotta get in. I oh. gotta get in with her and be like, let's go meet the queen, Mama, Mama. That's how she likes help to be called. Here. Yeah, baby, 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 Mama, help me out here. She'll be like, oh. Okay, come here. Give me your saddest Duke, Duke Harrington face. And I'm like, powder your lips. Like, powder your lips. More powder, please. And I'm like, there you go. There you go. Very well done. Yeah. Oh, you're a Duke now, love. Have a corgi. Yeah. And she'd wave and I'd <laughs> walk away. She just gives amazing. out corgis. That's true. They breed them in the. Uh, in the in the in the castle, and then they just hand him out the new dukes. That's, I would love that. Yeah. All I'm saying is, I'd be an excellent duke. I would dress the part. I would dress up like a like 17th century duke. I'd have flowing regalia wherever I went, and like a cane. 
that had like a skull on it, like a person's actual skull. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that would be great. There you go. Oh, I'd have so much fun. I'd definitely be a villain though. That's not. I'd be like the you'd bad be, guy. Yeah, you'd be evil. Yeah, I'd be the guy in uh in Pocahontas. I'd be that guy. <laughs> Who like just wants to dig Jesse, up all no the one in Pocahontas is good. Like that's like pure. I, I mean, I'm talking about the movie, not the <laughs> real life. I'm talking about the movie. You know, I mean, I mean, the guy who has like the, the dog, uh-huh. and he sings a few songs and throws gold. I'd be that guy. I'd be the villain for sure. Okay, for sure. Ow. Okay, all right, noted. Declaring gotcha. war for no reason. Oh yeah, I'd be that guy. All right, we got it. The guy who sings the "I Want More" song. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember it's, that. Here's song. the thing. That's a that's a good ass song because it is punny, because he sang when all the gold is mine, but it's also referring to mining gold. It's a punny song. That's a Jesse Cox tune right there. Is what that is. Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna sing a song, it's gonna have double meanings. That's what you know. It's been a while since I've seen Pocahontas. They just straight up have a song called Savages. That's when they yeah. go to war. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but I remember everything about that movie. That's when they go to war. Yeah. The uh, the natives are calling the white dudes savages, and the white dudes are calling native savages, and they're, like, going to go kill each other. Yeah. Meanwhile, Pocahontas is like, you dumb mother. Yeah. You know. Direct. Uh, you direct- know what made no sense to me? They have this, like, really ripped shirtless guy with, like, you know, this, like, paint. Pocahontas is like, nah. A lot when I was young, you know, I was like, whoa, this man is ripped and shirtless and has like a bear paw. And she is like, I'm going to date this guy that looks like a thumb. And I was like, can I tell you why? He was a bad boy. It was like, I'm going to I'm going to do whatever I want in nature. Right. She grew up in a college where everyone like respects stuff. And he was like, I'm going to like shoot shit. I don't even care. I, I'm i going to go chop down he, the street. She's like, he was so oh, what a gross. bad boy. He was so gross. <laughs> You know, SNL d- or did this whole skit where it was like uh, people working at Disney and they had an actor for John Smith and nobody was in their line to take a photo. Like literally nobody. <laughs> it was like, come take a photo with John Smith. And then literally no one goes to take a photo with him. Yeah. I was like, no, yeah, that that was just such an L. <laughs> like, Sounds like Pocahontas. Sounds like that movie. <laughs> Anyway, that old that old mother Willow, she can get it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right? She's like, come over here and paint with the colors of th- the wind, baby. Uh, I'm I like, think yeah. Jesse and Braun saw two different movies. I, I'm just gonna have to go with that headcanon. There's I'm just two versions of that movie. Jesse get like hitting on a what tree. You, what you, hold on, what you imagining? Hold on. Hold on, yes. I'm just imagining you hitting on a tree. Okay, okay. I mean, trees do be thick. It's Who true. am yeah, I to? That's what, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Experienced, I believe, is the word. <laughs> Derailed. Hey guys, get get my car. I'm gonna take a left turn <laughs> away from the MCU. It's all Disney anyway, and just like you know, drive us off a cliff. That's where I took us today. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. We get it. We get it. There's no segue here. Uh, <laughs> just you just got to jump back into it. You got to jump back into it. Although I don't like, uh, I don't know if there's much to to say about the Eternals trailer. It's very pretty to look at. We don't know anything else. Yeah. Like, I, 
I don't know what I expected. I, I guess in a lot of ways I expected this to be uh, what would come out. It is a teaser. Maybe we'll get more. Do you think any of the Eternals show up in these next couple of films at all? Like in post-credit shit? Do you think that they... Is Jon Snow going to be there and be like, you know, for the North or like anything like that? <laughs> or do you think it's just wait? Even a remote hint of a winter is coming Joker. I'm going to be like, I'll leave the theater. If they even remotely are like, Jon Snow's like, it's about to be a cold winter. And then another character's like, and winter is coming. I'll be like, fuck! I'll just get up and leave. I will be, I'll throw my drink at the screen, be like, yeah. Boom! And like leave. Yeah. How dare I really oh, I'll be so mad. Like I, I would cringe into a new dimension and see the celestials myself in real life, you know? <laughs> I, I'm trying to think oh. if, the, if there's some way that they could like make that actually funny, but I don't know. There is no, there's no way. There's no way you can make the death of like a beloved franchise <laughs> funny. You simply can't. That thing is scorching from the record. Let us never think about it again and move on together as a society. Thank you. That's what I say to that. I kind of wanted to do it, though. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you so much. I I mean, do we really think Multiverse of Madness? Because, like, if anybody were to have an interaction with them, it would probably be Doctor Strange. Well, he's got to know they exist, right? Unless they have some, like... Yeah anti doctor strange field or essence or some bullshit like he's got to know they exist well if not him then you know the ancient one would know the tilda swinton character yeah there was a bit of news about that implies that she has like um almost like a like omniscience like i don't want to say like oh she knows everything that's happening all the time but she seems to have this like meta game knowledge a little bit of yeah. stuff well so i feel like she would be somewhat aware in doctor strange wasn't it wasn't the whole point that she like knew i guess like tilda swinton knew everything that happens up until the point she dies right like that was supposed to like so she can't maybe, see past that point yeah but hmm. she like knows everything else i think was the whole so yeah i don't know i guess we'd have to like I go like through time and be- somewhat aware yeah maybe but i don't know if that if her knowing the future means she knows of maybe like she knows them from the books that's like that's probably a really solid way to introduce the concept is through those books that are in the room that Mm -hmm. uh wong is guarding that i think is like i think that's a pretty solid like yeah it's in one of her old books or something just says or something (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know maybe (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I think it's it's also really well. They did a really good job implying in Thor Ragnarok that Doctor Strange still hasn't read all of them. Mm. Yeah, because he's like rapidly kind of flipping through his library when he comes across Thor and then finds you know the incantation or the spell he needs, grabs that hair out of Thor's head, and then like you know casts the spell. Um, so I think it is like somewhat implied that he. He hasn't made his way through his library because he phase or he like shifts or like keeps doing the warp thing where Thor's like, stop doing that. Like several times before he finds what he's looking for. Yeah. So it's not like he has like a complete encyclopedic knowledge of, you know, everything in his sacred arcanum. Plus so there there's the book that Wanda has. That he hasn't. 
A dark hold? Well, yeah. Maybe there's something I don't in think there. It would be know. in there. Well, the, yeah, that that whole book's just kind of weird because like it already existed in the in Agents of Shield, but then they were like, "Well, you know, Agents, we don't know if this is really a part of the MCU anymore." <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it, uh, there, there's got to be some written record, right? Like. That, that was another thing in the trailer that was kind of weird. It's like, you know, we don't interfere. Then the next scene is like one of the Eternals is handing the, the person a knife. It's like an Eternal knife or something to help speed up the technology of human uh, humankind. So, I don't know. We'll see how they approach that. And this goes back to like that trailer in itself. The things that are happening in it are gorgeous. Like even yeah. the scene where they're like crafting what becomes the logo or like, yeah. like or like the yeah. Marvel. Like there's a lot going on. It's it, it's visually stunning, but it's you know like uh just surface level deep. There's no information. There's no real like gotcha hook to get a crowd that has no idea what these characters are interested. But if you're like, oh, I know these actors, I know what this is, like, I think that's what they're going on. Is like, oh, I know a ton of these actors, and they're all really good actors. I can't wait to see what this movie is. But yeah, I have no clue what this is gonna be about. Still, still none that I had last week. It'll be tough, right? Because like they already did in this trailer where it's like, Hey, did you guys hear Cap and Iron Man are gone? Like that thing? Like they're just gonna make references to the Avengers all movie long. <laughs> I worry. What? <laughs> And I guess it's like, you know, it's a, it's a weird thing to say, oh yeah, no, we were watching. And, and for us, it was kind of like a TV show because your existence is, you know, you're all little blips on our radar. You appear and then disappear. So for us, it's like another season of watching TV. And I don't know. I mean, like, I think that'd be super fun as like a kind of Mimi goof in the, in the movie where it's like, look, I mean, we've existed forever. And all these things that are happening, all these wars and create, like, we've seen that happen all over the place. Like, it is nothing new. You think it's, like, world ending that you had, like, a World War II and it was awful. But, like, boy, you should have seen the war on Braxis Prime. Now that was crazy. You know, like, that, like, who knows? Who knows? Is that mean, but I, it could be fun to just be like, look, from our perspective, this was, like, wiping out half the universe. You know, there's, we had some feelings on this. I don't know. It could be interesting. Yeah. Like, is we Thanos' see. character actually? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, let's talk MODOK. Uh, obviously not uh, MCU canon. Uh, I watched the first episode. Bronze, how much did you watch? I think you said you watched um, two or three. Yeah, I think I'm on the third. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Jesse has not watched uh, any I haven't of watched one bit of it yet. Which is honestly fine. Like, it, it is... Uh, it's a it's a it's a goof show in a lot of ways like it's it's definitely not i i think the people that will like modok are people that have there it's for comic book nerds like that show is 100 percent for comic book nerds there's so many references to like so many different things they go to fucking like bing fang foom's restaurant and he like serves just for like three seconds it's a giant dragon who's serving Modoc and this like uh like San Francisco executive dinner yeah. and then he just walks away right 
And so, like, the if you have no idea who that yeah. is, you're just going to be mm-hmm. like, why the fuck is there a giant dragon serving? But if you know who that is, you're like, oh, that's pretty That's pretty goofy. Um, yeah, at least the first episode. I, I don't want to j- talk too much about the, the subsequent episodes because mm-hmm. it's spoilery, obviously. I think, how many yeah, is yeah. there, Bronze? Is there eight? I don't know how many six? episodes there are. Six, Am eight? I halfway? Something I think like it's that. six or eight. Okay. Um, it is very chaotic. It's very robot chicken. Uh, it's like, it's this weird, uh, there's 10. Okay. Uh, it's this weird version of like, I don't know how, how you would describe it. Uh, bronze, you can help me out. It's like claymation, but not like it's, it's like if claymation got pretty. Yeah. <laughs> In a weird yeah. Way. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't even know how to, it's like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's almost like cell shaded too. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. Like. It's weird. But it looks good. It does. I think it looks good. Um, I think like there, there, at first I wasn't that impressed because I was like, oh, so basically the entire premise of the show is like Modoc doing mundane things, which if you know who Modoc is, is hilarious. But if you don't, you're just kind of like, okay, evil guy. But they do have, like JP said, a lot of like cute, really funny things. And, you know, there, there is like an Iron Man appearance, like right out of the gate in the first episode. And just how... Everybody treats Modoc like a joke, I think, yeah. is really going to sell people on the show because on one hand, he's a villain. On the other hand, it's very, it kind of reminded me of Dr. Horrible, where it's like everyone's like, okay, yeah, I don't have time for this. You're a B lister. We've got other things to deal with. So, like, I guess this is like maybe minor spoilery, but Iron Man is like fighting Modoc, but he's watching the great British baking show. Yeah, while he's doing it. Exactly. It's also John <laughs> Hamm voicing him. Uh, which if you know who that is, it's just like, that's beautiful. (laughs) And he's just like, he's just like, um, what, how could you mess up that crust? It was so perfect and flaky. And he's like, wait, are you watching the great British baking show? Like he's just, so that part of it is, I think like really funny. It's good. But so much of it just comes from like the, I guess like how ridiculous it is to have Modoc in an everyday situation navigating everyday problems. Yeah, it's it's absurd because like, not if you've seen the trailer and it happens in the first five minutes of the episode of the, of the show. Uh, right after that, he like he goes back to his secret aim lair and goes into like a uh, transportation uh, thing. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word. Um, he, he basically goes home. And two of the AIM agents look back and go like, where does he go at night? And he's like, I don't know. And he's going through this like long tube to get home, pops up and he's like in the fucking suburbs. And then like his two kids pop out, one who is just a normal looking human and the other one who is a person like him. I think it's his, one of his, one of his daughters, his daughter, I forget how many uh, mm-hmm. kids he has, who's like in a chair and it's like a bedazzled Modoc chair. it's just like how did this how did any of this happen uh and like his wife it's is is a uh influencer which is just also bizarre (laughs) it's so funny because like you're just like it's it feels kind of like fresh and modern and it reminded me a little bit of venture brothers and that it just leans into how kind of having a I don't want to say protagonist, but I guess having a lead that's like morally irredeemable allows you to do a lot of fun stuff narratively Yeah, because you don't have to sit here and resolve things like, oh, like, I guess this thing really effed over this guy. At some point, 
you know, this character should probably make amends for that. Cause like, that's what would happen like in a D and D campaign or something like that. Right. Nope. Yeah. Nope. There's like people that have horrible things happen to them because of Modoc in the first episode. And that becomes a recurring theme <laughs> by episode three. They're still making jokes about it. And Modoc has no intention. He's just like, God, stop complaining about that. Don't you know everything's not about you anyway? Yeah. And I, yeah. are you referencing when he shoots off the person's arm? <laughs> and then like yeah. two episodes or like an episode later, maybe 20 minutes later, they've got like the arm has been like they made a suit for his arm to where he just doesn't have an arm. And he's still talking about it anytime Modoc enters yeah. the room. He's one of the like, employees that hasn't pain. been fired. I have phantom limb pain, you know, and he's like, listen, yeah. I don't have time for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> he just like, keeps going. It's like a recurring joke. And it's just like. It's also very mature. Like they, cur- I, I think, I think in the, the second line is the fact that he says that he had a womb wrecking head or something like that <laughs> with his mom. Right. So like. There's cursing, there's there's blood, there's killing, there's it's definitely like an adult uh slanted show in terms of uh how much there there is uh cursing and all that stuff. So yeah, it's uh it's interesting. It's on Hulu, uh it's ten episodes. Um it has nothing to do with the actual MCU, but if you are a comic book uh fan, there's a lot of like Wonder Man is in the show. And I think Nathan Fillion voices Wonder Man. Uh, and I think Wonder Man is also trying to date Modoc's wife or something like that. So it's Nathan Fillion like flirting a lot. So yeah, if, oh <laughs> if that's your thing, if you're like into that. Yeah, if you liked Castle, if you've seen every episode of Castle, then you probably you might like Modoc. You know, might be. It's just it, it yeah it it gives it's like a throwback to so many older forms of comedy like that robot chicken style. But then there was so much stuff that was like kind of modernizes it to make it relevant to today like his wife being an influencer or a youtuber and then like the fact that like grumble which is obviously like a google thing is like so how do i describe it like it hits on the whole tech bro thing so perfectly where even in the face of a super villain the google ceo guy seems more evil somehow So they just do little things that make it very like up to date and modern for like, you know, 2021. It doesn't feel dated and old, like a bunch of old out of touch dudes in a, you know, but what do they call it? Bogat, bunch of old guys at a table sat here and were like, this is what the kids want. It does definitely feel a lot more like, you know, they're touching on topics that I think are relevant to, to people. Yeah. I gotta, I, the thing is, I need, I need to get Hulu, apparently. This is where I, need I think to be. you can get Hulu with like a can't you get a disney plus sub that like comes with hulu and maybe espn plus or something like that i clearly yeah, I have don't the have bundle that package yeah where do you get a bundle pa- that's what i'm saying there's a bundle package you get a bundle with disney yeah yeah that's how Jesse, they get you you look like Jon snow <laughs> should just make that your pouty face from now on and you'll know it's gonna work when someone's like what the fuck is that like your Jon snow face and then you've made it Right? Like, then you're there. You just got to keep doing it, though, till someone says that outside the show. I guess I have to go on another date with Gemma Chan. <laughs> yes. And go back and see my, my beautiful wife. It's very true. <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. Life uh, is hard when you're a duke. He, his dad's the duke. He's not a duke. My father's a duke. Not me. 
the worst part is, is I love Kid Harrington. So I'm gonna, be, so I'm gonna like, I know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna get like a message, just like Kid Harrington saw your little performance and he hates you. And I'll be like, <laughs> I know what's I happening. Like Kid Harrington too. And I would say I would like to direct your attention to the section of the podcast where I said no disrespect to Kid Harrington. You actually, said, I believe you said, you said no, no respect. respect. Yeah, you actually uh, you jumbled said, the words and said no respect. <laughs> I corrected you. I think it. it you said yeah. No respect, but we were like, "It's true." What? Yeah, roll it back. You can roll back the footage. There was no respect. There's definitely no respect. Oh, yeah, isn't it for us? Can- we're never going to be canceled. In- yeah. Last week, you know, JP and Jesse got canceled by BTS fans. This week, I'm going to get canceled by the United Kingdom, probably. The whole, the whole kingdom, the whole kingdom, all of it. Probably. Yeah. Damn. Actually, no. I'm sure, like you know, Scotland probably has my back. Probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Maybe. Like. They're probably Ooh, like we yeah, agree talk- with you. <laughs> now we're okay. canceled. Now we're canceled. Right. Now, now, now Scotland Scotland's hates out us. too, Jesse. Well, now Scotland's out Ooh, too. We're gonna cancel you. Yeah. Did you see that SNL joke where they said uh, that in Scotland someone got a letter on their door for having uh, too loud of an orgasm, and then they showed footage of the orgasm, and it was just the final scene from Braveheart where he screams freedom. You see that? That was pretty bad. I mean, it was pretty bad. I saw that. It's pretty. That's my pop culture uh, reference there for the week. Pretty bad. That's so dumb. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. <laughs> that's really. That's really. Dumb. That's SNL in 2021 for you. <laughs> Oof. That's savage. It's yeah. PM Scotland's already drunk. Don't worry, y'all. <laughs> you didn't have to read that. That could have just been in your head, and we could have all. Because sometimes I'm like, are we too savage? And then I read chat and I'm like, nah, y'all. No, we're not too savage. No, chat's, chat will always do that. cultivated this audience. Yeah. <laughs> Out of like... pocket. Chat will always. Chat's a good barrier, for sure. Uh, we can talk this Miss Minutes uh, thing. Minute-long trailer from Loki. Tease, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we got to see a little bit more of the world. They're really, J- Jesse, you kind of uh, mentioned this at the start of the show. It's just more of like the first five minutes of what that episode's going to look like. <laughs> That's what I'm where, saying. They're, I don't know where we go. The Guardians of the Galaxy. So much... uh, or not. not Yeah. Gar- no, Thor Ragnarok. They Jeff Goldblumed is, is the verb yeah. I'm looking for. That poor guy with the uh, incinerator stick, whatever you want to call it. I think there's so much stuff going on okay. in, in this series that's going to be like very eye-opening to the universe of of the cinematic you know the cinematic universe that uh yeah they don't want to share a lot i'm fine with that i think i'm 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 intrigued as to what the show is they've given us enough you know the scene alone where loki like has the like vote for loki pin he's like dressed up but his his suit's also a little destroyed and he's like hey it's a me loki i'm like in I know what I'm getting into. I'm ready for that scene. I want more of it, right? Like I know that's like a Loki runs for president arc. I'm ready for it. I'm ready. I'm ready for that. I'm ready for DB Cooper Loki. I'm ready for like Loki in the in like a weird post apocalyptic future. I'm yeah. ready for. I'm telling you, they're about to do female Loki. I'm ready for that too. I'm ready for all of it. I'm ready for all of it. I want to get Loki. weird. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm ready to get weird with it. I I. Uh... I didn't see this this like half a second shot from that uh, Miss Minutes trailer, but I guess this is the TVA 
the city oh, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just ever expanding. Kind of interesting looking. Kind of yeah, into that. Super neat. <clears throat> yeah, that must have been fun to make. Or really, like, I wonder how much of this is just they made this, they made this, they connected it to that, and then they just put duplicates ad nauseum. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's be real. You can already you can already see the like reused duplicate things. So totally. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But that's that's fine. It's like, you know, it's a city. It's a city uh, of time people. I'm watching the rest of it. Yeah, we saw. Rock I mean, most start. of the stuff we've seen before. I'm like uh, going backwards and forwards, and I mean, okay. I just I have to say it. I have to say it. They, <clears throat> the way they were able to slip in the shortlist shot. Yeah, oh, in the beginning masterful yeah we see the vision mcu we see it and seeing him there's like that scene where he's got he's very like constantine-esque he's got like the button down with the tie and the the sleeves rolled up and the heads is rocking it he's rocking it okay i'm here for it they this is this trailer i think was a little bit fan servicey and i'm not against (laughs) it you know yeah yeah you're not wrong what is i mean the whole series is fan servicey. The whole series is like, look, we okay, know but he wasn't shirtless before Jesse, and now he's been shirtless. I, I mean, I understand. I'm just saying, it, his his role in, say, for example, Thor two, like people, I think most people saw Thor two because they wanted more Loki, not because they were like, I need to know what Thor's up to. I'm just like, like that's the truth of it. And so I think people are just like, okay now's time let's get crazy and he's a fun he's a fun character even as a villain he was fun right you uh, him getting his ass kicked is fun it, everything about him is fun and i love the fact that they're like let's play with that and go crazy so i'm here for it this is gonna be great i don't care what happens i'm gonna be having a blast the entire time i can tell already what are series we, gonna be really good what are our theories for what this is is that an infinity stone that definitely looks like that. Isn't that the wait? What's that crater next to it? I don't know. I don't. Isn't think that the so crater where see... they found the hammer? Like in the in which movie? In Iron at the end of Iron Man? Oh, in New Mexico. I don't yeah. think so. I... No, that was a little different. If, I think. Okay. If you look around, there's multiple falling purple things. Oh, so I right don't here, think that's yeah. a stone. Oh. They're like ever. There's like at least four of them. So this is something else. It's Nick Cage from Color Out of Space. Yo, if they ever do a Color <laughs> Out of Space thing in Marvel, I will be so happy. That would be crazy. Man, that's so good. This is also the next scene, uh, next frame right after that falling is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the moon, a moon. Well, there is a shot where it's a bunch of like Mad Maxi looking dudes. I think it'd be interesting if he travels to a time where there is no like the world has ended. I well, think that'd be super interesting. The an interesting thing cuz cuz in this trailer and and uh, almost all the other trailers, they show uh Mobius, Owen Wilson's character, uh says the words you put our timeline in chaos. And then they show this right here, and it makes me think that 
is is this this maybe uh confirms the opposite of what I'm trying to say. But is the timeline in chaos from when he took the stone or is the timeline in chaos just everywhere? No, so like I it, think what at what find- point does timeline go into chaos? I think what we're going to find out is the first episode is going to be immediately after he pops out of uh, the Avengers Tower, right? When, yeah, yeah, and so he, and and because he has the power now to do whatever he wants, because he's Loki, he's probably going to like goof. You know, he's going to goof sure. around and like do his own thing. And so my, my my thought process on this is that he has messed up the timeline so much that TVA grabs him and is like, "You got to fix all this stuff." And so the series is him fixing the mistakes he made along the way while also being Loki and like, maybe I won't fix it because the, you know, you would just think immediately because that, and this is one of those things like when the, when the movie ended and there was no Loki TV show right then, what, what the, uh, you know, what they were talking about, Tilda Swinton was talking about is literally there's a divergent right there. So in one universe, one of the stone, like, you know, it was like a, there's a weird divergent path because then they had to go back further in time to get it. Sure. And then they went and they put it like what he made, uh, you know, Captain America do is go back to that facility and place it back there. There's still a timeline where Loki is stolen and that's a divergent point in history. So at that point, you know, he can do whatever he wants. And so I, you know, I, I, I imagine they're like, bro. Look at what you've done. Look at all the things you've done. And that could be, you know, maybe the first time we see him is he's like President Loki, right? Where he's like, whoops, I took over the country. <laughs> whoops. They're like, nah, bro, nah. I don't know. I think maybe part of the, this is just a theory. I think part of the recurring theme is going to be the the time authority basically trying to hide from Loki that he's going to die. Oh, you know that... what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so smart. I didn't even think about that. I, I bet you, like, know. Mobius is going to be, like, trying to pretend, like, intentionally obfuscate that when he blips back and everything, like, he's going to die not long after that. Yeah, that he's got to correct the timeline so that his death occurs. And I bet Yo, you I didn't even think about the, that. Part of the struggle is might be Loki trying to do everything to make sure he doesn't die by Thanos' hand. And Moby is trying to like make sure that he does because he might right. be trying to alter the timeline in little ways to be like, you know, well, maybe I don't have to die. And, you know, Mobius is going to be like, no, you have to die. That's the timeline. We have to maintain the purity of the timeline. Fuck, that's going to be so sad if he just ultimately it is dies. Be very sad. I think can he's going to be. Can I tell you? Can I tell you what would what be? What else does he have to lose? Yeah. The most Marvel thing in the world is if. His death, it, this is all like a long con. And the reason why he was so like cavalier about confronting Thanos is because he like knew the entire time. And then he somehow lived through it. Like, I'm like, wouldn't that be like, I don't even know how. I don't know how they pull it. That's the most Marvel thing I've ever heard. Oh, so that he, like, oh. that that scene like, happened he knows that's after happen he corrected him. the timeline. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because this has already happened before. So he knows, he knew at that moment that he was going to die. And so the most Loki thing is to be prepared for that. And so yeah. he has an out and we don't know that until all this happens. And then boom, he's back in the MCU. So what? Then that he just pops wild. up in Thor four. Like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like that would be wild because it, this show has already taken place. 
people would not expect it, I think. And I think like if he pop, then pops up in Thor 4, he'll have that reset of being the big bad, right? Because the first time Loki popped up, it was like he had the huge gold horns. He was this huge villain. And then, you know, Hulk smashed him in the floor a bunch of times and he became like a friend and a joke and like this big like, oh, Loki. But if he were to come back at like a future movie, Imagine how Thor would be like, I've watched you die like multiple times. Like, what the? Oh. <laughs> no, this is not normal. Yeah. Whoa, check. This is all right. I'm going to give all the credit in the world to Game of Pones, by the way. Uh, too much Game of Thrones happening. Today. Game of Pones. He's big M- uh, Kid Harrington fan. This would be amazing. MCU Prime Loki still alive. TV show Loki sacrifices himself to save the future Prime Loki version of himself. That would be wild. That would be so crazy. If they, if he was like, yeah, I know what I have to do in order to keep me alive. I have to kill myself. What a like wild concept for a thing. But it's very Loki, very like metaphysical MCU time travel stuff. So that he, would be yeah. dope. Shit, that, that could actually work out. And we know like from Doctor Who and shows like that, that audiences love that type of stuff. You know, where it's like, well, there's the past version of me and the current version of me, but I have to sacrifice the past version of me if I want the current version of me to do well, but I also want to live because that's the right version of me. So I I think overarching, that it's going to be fun and light, but I think there's also going to be this, like, theme of him trying to escape fate. And I think, like, a lot of the shackles and this idea of being in prison are kind of a metaphor for that because you know he's going to be like, Oh, I have access to the timeline. At some point, he's gonna break and look at everything and be like, "I'm gonna die." <laughs> he's got, yeah, he's got to find that out, right? Like that's at some point in that show, they're gonna have to say like, "You got to correct the timeline because you die, and that's part of the correct timeline." And we know they set up time travel and timelines in Endgame. They set it up that it isn't like all the other time travel shows we know about. So like, if he kills. If past self dies, then future Loki won't just vanish. Like, that's not how uh, they already explained. There's a reason why Nebula can shoot Nebula. Yeah. Right. Like it. And and so it exists. So this can happen. This is a possibility. Will it? I mean, who knows? But like, that's a real possibility. It could happen. And that would be. They've also. Yeah. They've also said that there's two like that Loki will most likely have more than one season. So maybe maybe that's like the end goal. Which would I don't I don't know if that would be good if like two seasons or three seasons from now it's him going back to write the the timeline for Endgame I don't know if that's relevant enough at that point or or if that yeah. if Endgame is relevant anymore I think well, I it think, could I be think... more of a question of like that whole no matter what I do I still end up here like that fighting yeah. fate type of thing where it's not even about Endgame anymore but more so about the boss that is the inevitable march of time where it's like, you know, kind of like, um, I don't know if y'all are familiar with the 12 monkeys TV show. It's like, it's literally like three seasons of them being like, well, there's gotta be a way to prevent this like awful thing from happening. And sometimes when they go back in time, they cause the things that they're trying to fight in like season one. It's so crazy and mind trippy um, because the show literally deals with that where it's like, if you go and binge watch the entire thing and then watch it again from season one, some of the hurdles they're dealing with in season one, they created in season two, trying to fix the problems from season one. It's so crazy. 
it's all over the place. And I think like that could be a thing with Loki too, where it's like everything he does maybe hastens his death. Maybe like somehow or another, Thanos still kills him. And maybe that's part of where it's like, what does he have to do to fix this? But I think there's on the flip side, it could also be like season one could end. This definitely won't happen, but it could end with him like resolving that timeline. And then season two, everyone just thinks he's dead. And he finally gets what he wants, which is like his freedom to do whatever, you know, he has no response. Like the whole idea is like, he's burdened with glorious purpose that whole, and you know, and now he's like free. He has no burdens. He can be like as goofy and fun as he wants to be. Even though he like loves the idea of like, oh, I'm so important, right? And now he's like, oh well, you know, I can be like fun. You know, he is the other side of the coin of Thor, where Thor no longer has to be the king and leader of the Asgardians. He can like live his life. Loki can like live his life. And yeah. So that could be a fun season two of you know, the adventures of Loki. Yeah, and the TVA could be chasing him. Who knows? Who knows? Well, I think the TVA is definitely the antagonist of the show, like hundred percent. And I think Owen Wilson probably is like, there's something about him that like makes him maybe help out Loki or something, right? Like they, that's definitely a thing. He probably goes against the TVA in some form, um, befriends him or something like that. And knows that the ultimate course correction is that it's his death or blah, 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 blah. Like that's definitely a trope that has been in a billion different, uh, forms of media, but I mean, that could be why he's nice to him, right? Like, he needs to kiss his ass because he's like, I have to kindly and gently guide him to his death. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I guess in one way, right, like, the TVA, like, would, would the TVA know if Owen Wilson's character is going to deviate? Like, because they know all the timelines, right? Like, they're monitoring everything, so he can't. Like how do you how do you how do you stay close? Maybe maybe that's to why that? he needs Loki because Loki is so like conniving that he needs someone like them. Loki to help him yeah. to, like help him out. I don't know. I mean, I'm here for the buddy the like the buddy cop vibe of the two of them. I think that'd yeah. be super fun. Who knows? Well, it gives me some like Umbrella Academy vibes in that yeah. the TVA is so even if what they say they're doing is the right thing, the way they conduct themselves is so sinister. It's hard to root for them other than this Mobius dude. Who's like kind of nice, but you know, just from what we've seen, because it's like, he is like an indentured servant. It's very suicide squatty in the sense where it's like, you have two options. You can like serve your time by forcing, you know, by us forcing you to do what we want you to do, or we'll melt you or burn you up, whatever that is disintegrate you. Which is, you know, that's not like the, that's not the sort of vibe a protagonist would have. And then going with that kind of creepily happy fallout, what is that, the 40s style, like, kind of thing, it makes it creepier. Because it's just like, hi, you're going to appear before the judge in just a few minutes. And it's just very like, this is weird. You guys are oddly chipper about (laughs) what is about to happen, right? Yeah. So I feel like. I feel like it is going to be an antagonistic relationship wherein he's going to be testing how tight the leash is constantly, and they're going to be pulling him back in. There was a very cool scene where he's jumping out of the plane, and it looks like he gets pulled back by Heimdall. It looks like a rainbow bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's supposed to be the D.B. Cooper thing. 
right? That, I think that is the DB Cooper scene of him getting out yeah. of the airplane. Yeah, but like, why would Heimdall be helping him? Slash, because it definitely looks like a rainbow bridge. It doesn't look like a TVA bloop or blip. It looks like a, looks like the the like rainbow bridge. Right. Yeah. So I was thinking of that too. I was like, are we are we gonna get like a Heimdall cameo or like a cameo on Asgard? I'd be into that. That'd be cool. I mean, to reiterate what Jesse has said a bunch, they could really do anything uh, with the show, right? Like they, they can really go anywhere and do anything. Oh, I, I mean, I'm really excited to see what they do with that aspect of it, right? It's, they can do anything, right? It, 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 he's out of time. He is, it, it, whatever he does, does not affect our main timeline. So they can do whatever the hell they want. And I am here for weirdness. Let's get strange. Let's get creepy with it. Let's get like silly. Do you I'm think here for all of it? Someone in chat said uh, it would be a recast. Do you think that they do like alternate, you know, they, they jump into the, th this is Marvel, like dipping their toes into the multiverse world. And we get like different casting for different people. Like Heimdall is no longer Idris Elba or I don't know. You know, insert insert character here is is a different actor. If they did that for this show, after what they did with WandaVision, people would be like, "What? They'd be pissed. Why? Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love the idea, but they've already dipped their toe into that, and they were like, "It's not at all what you thought." <laughs> You're like these mfers. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Someone in chat, it'd be like Matt Damon. Is act is Loki like actually Loki I mean, somewhere? <laughs> I'd be into, I'd be into that. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We're getting closer. Uh, that's got that uh, June eighth, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, June ninth. June ninth, which is uh, one two weeks away. Two weeks away this Wednesday. When we'll be uh, be watching that. It does come out on Wednesdays, so uh, we'll be covering it on Mondays still. So the first time we, we talk about Loki episode one will be on the 14th. Uh, if you are wanting to, uh, to cross your calendars and check your calendars, et cetera. Uh, I think that's kind of it that there was a little bit, I don't, some, some of the, the topic is somewhat clickbaity, but it is an interesting thing when it comes to this idea of the Avengers campus, um, at Disney's California adventure park. Um, they've got this Spider-Man ride that i know exactly what you're talking about yeah yeah and and like i said it's it's clickbaity right like disney's new spider-man ride features physical microtransactions uh i mean not maybe uh <laughs> maybe not though uh the the power bands uh which unlock multiple or sorry multi-fire webs uh will cost 35 dollars, and the web tech will be an additional 30 dollars but unlike the digital nature of video game microtransactions, you can at least take these add-ons home and display them, which I think is cool. Like if they're a solid piece of, of thing, right. And not just like some cheap plastic shit. I'm yeah. okay with that. It's not necessarily I mean, MTX, but yeah. What's funny about like the, the title and them making kind of like a big, not, I don't want to say they're making a big deal, but like saying physical microtransactions is that's not very different from, uh, the Harry Potter experience at Universal right. Studios. You can buy a wand. A wand. Yeah. 
Yep. That Aaron did has that. like a chip in it, and then you can go and interact with different. So it, it, that's it's the same thing. It's just Marvel or Disney has finally figured out a way to implement it with the Marvel property. This isn't the first time we've had something like this in a in a theme park. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I the idea of like. <laughs> At its core base level, because it's implemented in an attraction, I guess you could say it's a microtransaction for that attraction. But here's the thing. You're not, like, going to leave the the Spider-Man ride and then be like, well, you got the most points. Here's your trophy. Or, like, <laughs> you know, if you don't get anything from it. Like, you're not, like, the best player in at, at, at Disney now. There is no, like, wow, I'm going to go post my score on Reddit. That's not going to happen. It's literally a thing for kids or adults who want to like have Spider-Man things. Yeah. And then you just go in there and because you bought it, you have like superpowers and makes you feel cool for a hot minute. And then you move on with your life and you take it home. It's no different than when you go and you like are in the Star Wars area and you're like, I built a lightsaber today and now I'm going to carry my lightsaber around. And when those weird stormtroopers come up to us, I'm going to go and like, you know, there's no difference. It's, it's an immersive experience that costs you money. And if you want to spend the money on it, you can. And I don't have one of those lightsabers. I'm not gonna buy one of these things. Really? It simply does be the target audience. You didn't. You didn't. Have you been? Uh, I have been. I didn't buy the lightsabers. I went to the store that has the specialty items, and I bought all the things that are on Thrawn's desk. So now I have a bookshelf <laughs> that is all like Thrawn stuff. Oh yeah. And so I'm just like. Oh, but here's the thing. It doesn't look like Star Wars stuff. So when people come over, they're like, oh, what is that? I'm like, oh, it's just some, you know, some, some artwork. Shit. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> right. But um, that stuff's dangerous. Yeah, man. I, it's been too much money. There. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But there. like, I don't, uh, I know I don't. It's an experience, though. The star, the, the, the lightsaber thing is you literally go in, you pick your crystal, you do the whole thing. They act. It's an experience. Same with this is you're paying the premium to have a different experience than other people. But, like, that's what Disney has been for a while. You, I, I'm sure many people know, and if you don't, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, if you pay enough money, Disney will give you a guide yeah. that will take you around the park yep. and take you the back entrance to every ride. Yep, You can skip you every line. line. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, back in the Maker Studios days when Disney owned Maker, we would do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. And I... Yeah, we go there. We ride every ride I think twice. I've been That's there how twice much we could do. Or maybe I've done. I I used the maker rule uh, a decent amount of times, and then they eventually were like, "All right, you guys are actually like, abusing we have to this." Stop. We yeah, because people wouldn't use it too much. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. every day a new like YouTuber streamer would go there. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, but like, yeah, you know, there's a club thirty three in those things at Disney where it's like you have to yeah. know people do. It's never a lot it, of people you know, don't know about club thirty three. That's true. That's true. That there's like be a like secret that. lounge. Yeah, I mean, it, I I guess like that's what I don't even understand about the whole microtransaction experience. It's clickbaity. Like, yeah. Because like, I mean, to buy that metric, uh, paying for a churro at Disney is a microtransaction. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like they get a lot real. of microtransactions concessions from the- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, because it's like not every parent can afford that. They're like, what, $11, $9? If you have like two or three kids, that shit adds up. Eating at the park, those snacks, adds up yes. very quickly. Totally. I love that, like, uh, you know, uh, I'm an adult, so I can buy my own snacks. But let me tell you, every time I'm walking around with a churro, 
whatever their seasonal flavor is, there's always nearby a seven-year-old crying and pointing about how they want one and their mom being like, Jonathan, no. So it's like, it's, you're, it, it, this, is this really that different? I feel like I've come to conflate microtransactions with gambling where there's this perceived uh, sort of benefit you're getting in return where it's like, well, if I spend money on this, I have, like Jesse was saying, I have a better chance of winning or there's a chance I'm going to get my money back and then some. With this, it's a piece of plastic. You know exactly what you're getting and you know exactly what you're going to get out of it, you know. Or, yeah. or it's a cosmetic thing. Or the, you know, like one of the big things people think about microtransactions is like mm-hmm. I can buy something to make myself look better. And the downside is the developers or whoever, then because they're selling the beautiful things, the beautiful things aren't in the game. Right. But there's nothing yeah. here that's like if you get your cool web shooter, uh, you're not going to be able to shoot cool webs. In... No, you'll still shoot webs. It just won't be mm-hmm. like multi-web. Like, well, what does that matter? Like, you know, it, it, if you've well, been on Disney rides. You, but the web slinger makes me more attractive. Here's the thing. I've always you know. said that about you. I've always <laughs> said you're – I was like, I mean, bronze – all right, but web swinger bronze? Oh my god, hottest bronzer ever! Like, oh my god, smoking hot. I've always <laughs> said that. I've always said that about you. People didn't believe me, but now you've confirmed it. There you go. There you go. Uh, speaking about some more some more park attractions, uh, I don't know why this is called Project Kiwi, uh, but this is uh, the Groot that is apparently going to be walking around. Uh, the Avengers campus there in uh, not a person in a suit, huh? Nope. It's all animatronic. Uh, there's also not a Spider-Man person in a suit group. No, oh, cause this. it's going to be a little baby. Like, uh, yeah, this is kid, pretty kid remarkable group. what they've built. Like it. It's fucking Groot, right? <laughs> the animations are there. It's really weird to see. It's so small. How are they going to prevent people from messing with it? They'll probably have someone probably walking around with it. Like 85 uh, employees. Oh! <laughs> it just fell over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, kid Groot. That's I think it's very cute. I think Look how creepy that, that looks. Like that. I think kids insane. will love this. Oh, I, dude, I'm going to freak I'm... out when I see that thing. <laughs> yeah. There was so the last time I was at Disney in the before times. Uh I this is how I know kids love anything. The car, the cars ride. That's actually very fun. It's in uh, California adventure. Yeah, it's great. Outside is like a uh, lightning McQueen, whatever the other character is called. Right. And it literally is just the most basic, terrible animatronic you've ever seen. It's eyes just shift left to right. And then he'll randomly say things like, you're my favorite driver. All right. Welcome to radiator spring. Like this random. Yeah. I watched a family. These kids took a picture with it. And then he said something and the kids were like, bye. And then he said another thing and the kids turned back around. Cause like they thought he was talking to them, but he was literally going like racing's the funnest. And they were like, we love you. And I was like, kids, I was like, they're going to, if they see Groot and baby Groot is moving and what they will lose their damn minds. They will be so happy. <laughs> I'm telling you. Like McQueen literally is just like, Wheels are how I get around, and they were like, "Yeah!" I was like, "Okay." Talk to me, mom. Oh my god! It's like, all right, okay. Uh, I was trying to find. They might have not. Did you guys watch on on Disney Plus? There's a show called The Imagineers. I think is the name of it. 
Um, sure, it tells you about like how they make all their, their yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. it kind of it, it tells like the Disney story. It turns into like very Disney propaganda by the end of it. Uh, but the first two episodes are like generally cool. Yeah, the Imagineering story. By the end of that, though, it's just straight up propaganda. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you are correct without a doubt. However, one of the things that they show when they're like looking to the future or whatever, uh, and I don't know if it's still happening. I, I read a headline saying that it it wasn't, but I don't know. Maybe the headline was wrong. They have like a Spider-Man, an animatronic Spider-Man that like literally just swings. There's no tethers or anything attached to him. He will just be swinging above people in the Avengers campus near the ride. Um, kind of like the Groot thing. Um, I don't know if they like pulled it because the liability of that thing just falling and weighing a thousand pounds on someone would literally kill them. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, I do understand why, but who knows? I, I don't know if it's going to happen, uh, but that would also even freak if they me had the fuck a way out. To make it, I was going to say, I think even if they had a way to make it foolproof, yeah. people would be friggin' terrified. If there's like no tether, especially, I think people would be so terrified it would cause pandemonium. Yeah. I mean, they would have to put it in a place where you can't walk underneath it, you know? I mean, we'll see. We'll see what is actually there. Because isn't it next week or two weeks from now? Is it launching it's that June, soon? June, June 4th, I think, is when it really? opens. Really? Hold on. Yeah, uh, I think so. Avengers Campus opening. Damn, I didn't Pretty realize sure June, that soon. June 4th? Maybe. Yeah, I think so. I think that's it. That's soon. Yeah, opening June yeah. 4th. Fuck, that's next week. It's like, right. and what's crazy right now is for everyone who's like, oh, I want to go see this. The way Disneyland works is you, can't. you have to buy a ticket, <laughs> then you have to get a reservation. And so you have to, like, buy a ticket in advance, then secure a reservation. And if you don't get the reservation, like, some days you can only go to one park. Some days, like... And it's just because it's limited capacity, which would be the great, it would be the best time to go because there's no, you know, there wouldn't be lines for stuff. Although it's Disney, mm -hmm. so it probably would. But like, there's limited capacity, which means, thank them. Uh, like, you know, only so many people can get in. So if you want to see this stuff right now, it's pretty hard. I don't know when they open full, but you have to like <laughs> double, triple plan if you want to go. So I just saw the Doctor Strange yeah. thank them. Look at that. Uh, right so there. when? So when are we going? <laughs> I. <laughs> Go on. Are we all, all right? I think we're get all those, vaccinated. Get those live stream uh, backpacks and uh, Disney's weird about those. I, I think we'll some be streamers out oh. so quickly. Yeah, I think some streamers like, have really? actually tried to get in, and Disney was like, "No, fuck off! Like, we're not going to allow that." Fair. Um, I imagine they're not cool with laptops being brought in. <laughs> you know, they'd be like, "Um, what?" Yeah, let I me see, see people streaming from it, but it's always like a mobile stream. Like, it's always from their cell phone. Right. I've never Live seen like a IRL rig, so maybe someone, someone. Did, oh, it was. Uh, um, and this is, I mean, he's in fucking Disney movies, but uh, Jack Black did a YouTube video of him at Disney like two years ago, or three years ago. Well, that's I think um, different. It's Jack like Black, you can, <laughs> yeah, that's not a stream where you're like on twenty four seven. That's just you're like you're recording. making videos. Yeah. yeah, so you can like set up moments and then move on before like a dude comes up and it's like, sir. Please, please don't film the cast. You know, although I guess no one would say that to Jack Black. Excuse me, sir. Oh no, If you haven't seen his uh, his his video on YouTube, it, it's pretty. It's pretty. His cool. YouTube channel is 
amazing. Yeah, yeah. First amazing. of all, his YouTube channel is good. His, his, his TikTok Disney is amazing good. too. Yeah, yeah. He's that definitely man's up there. so good at marketing himself. He's he like he is. I don't know. He just he he's hip. He is. It's true. It's true. Like, look, the very first video he made, I think is the first video, is uh, first off, he made it because I think his son was like, let's make videos, which I think is amazing. Yeah. But more importantly, his first video was literally him let's playing, and then the green screen falls over, and it's just him standing there, and he wasn't playing at all. Like, that is hilarious. He did the whole, like, corner window screen where he's like, oh, this game's so hard, and then the green screen falls over, and it's just like, brilliant. Brilliant. I was like, this man is... Well, now, and now at the end of every video, he says, gaming next week, guys. We'll see you then. Yeah. <laughs> it's been like three years or four <laughs> years, right? It's good. It's it's awesome Ooh. to see him just walk around Disney because, like, he responds to every fan. Like, yep. literally everyone that, that stops him, he's, like, super into it. Uh, that's the type of shit you want to see, right? Like, that's that's cool. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. We, we do need to – we got to figure out when. Is the thing for Jesse? It's just getting in a car. It's an hour away. You yeah. want to come? You all want to come over? Look, an hour away. Is it's it the, where is I it, live now? They built so many hotels for some damn reason. Come get a room. Let's go. Let's just let's do this. Okay, maybe. There's literally a hotel right out. Like I'm gonna right buy every Doctor Strange thing. It's gonna be the so issue bad. though. Is how are you gonna sh- uh, ship them home? What are you gonna do? Yeah, Just usually ship them. I'll mail them. I'll mail them to you. Well, I think. Oh, good. there you go. That works too. Don't doesn't but Disney offer like them shipping? At least once. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> they do, yeah. but it's like I, it's way expensive. expensive. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. I think mine was free, but I got a painting. Oh okay. From, ah. the, from the fine art store. Yeah. Yeah. I got a yeah. Mr. Toad. Because uh, uh, awesome. I'm a fan of Mr. Toad and Mr. Toad's Wild Ride which is one of the oldest, weirdest rides at Disney because you get drunk with Mr. Toad and go to hell. And it's a children's ride. And it's so, and I love that movie that it's based off of, but it's also just such a weird ride. So I saw like a canvas wrap Mr. Toad and was like, I have to have it. I don't know if I've ever even been on that ride. And I've been to Disney like, if you want to get sick, times. that's the ride to go on. Is you that be ride ill is for the rest of the day. Crazy, yeah, it's so I don't weird know if because like that. you're basically on this cart and you have these like I want to say like hand painted panels that will just all of a sudden swing, like so you it's kind of like claustrophobic, but yeah, you go to a pub, go to a pub, right, Jesse? I think it's a pub with Mr. Toad. Yeah, get you get, a drunk you get wasted driving with Mr. accident. Toad. And yes. go to hell. Oh, it got replaced. And the ride yes. blows hot air on you. What? It got replaced in 98. That's why I've never seen it. No. Well, there's I just a reason. A couple years ago. Really? Were you, yeah. in, were you in Florida? Or? It says Magic Kingdom it got replaced. Is there one in uh, Anaheim? Y- yes. Oh, it only got replaced in Orlando. Okay. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. The one in California is still there. There you go. Yeah, uh, it is, the mini yeah. adventures so of Winnie like, the Pooh and replaced it. Yeah, if you want to mm-hmm. like uh, get real, if you want to get real drunk in California Adventure, then go with us. Oh, to I've done Mr. that so many Wild times. Ride. Yeah, we'll just go in Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and get crazy with it. Be like, weird, are we in hell? Are we dead? The weird thing <laughs> about Toad. about Disney, I, I I think like when you form memories, a lot of times uh, smell is like the best memory uh activator for some reason at disney 
my most memorable or the the smell that I always remember the first when I think of Disney is like the exhaust from the back of a shop that smells like hot ass slash corn on the cob. And that's the smell that immediately invades my brain. And I hate it so much. I don't know how to replace it. <laughs> I don't know how to like get it out of Hot ass and corn on the cob. Hot ass and that's corn like on the a, cob. That's like, you yeah. know, that's a, it's a good cookout. That's what that is. If you stand in the right places, it's definitely got, there, there's exhaust uh, from all of these things working. It smells like that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, now I'm thinking about why they don't do that with more other rides where it's like a sensory experience. Because that is one of the cool things with the 4D experience. Wild ride is that they put like a heater on you. Yeah. That's why I love Transformers uh, is the best ride. Soren? Yeah. Is that the name? Like California Soren? That's, yeah, the Soren Overcal. That yeah. one I absolutely love because it's literally just like you sit in a chair. They lift you up so it feels like you're flying. You see, like you're in like an IMAX theater and then they spray you with, with, like air Perfume? and scents. Oh, and so yeah, like when you fly yeah. over the savannah, it smells like the savannah. And when you're like up in the mountains, it's cold. Like I know, I like those things. And they're yeah. at the end of the day, it's literally like a five minute movie, really. But it's fun. The the Avatar ride uh, that mimics that experience in, uh, in in Florida is like ten out of ten for that very reason. The three hour sure. wait though, and I mean that the literal three hour wait uh, that I endured getting into it, not that fun. Not that that's, I the, did worst, not that's the worst part about Disney. Oh yeah. my god! Like they they literally make it so you feel like an idiot if you don't get a fast pass. I mean, one time I waited yeah. three and a half hours for yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I was like, what are we doing? We'll we'll go on this ride any other. And I was like, no, we're already in it. We might as well just go. Uh, yeah. Well, and then a lot of their rides when they're new are not fast pass eligible. Yep. Avatar so wasn't. This last That's why. time when I was there, I didn't go on the on the Star Wars ride because I just couldn't be asked to. Because they put you in this really claustrophobic hallway. Yeah. Yeah, it's like this really long hallway. It's really claustrophobic, especially if you're doing like the the fill versus like the actual line. Which I was like, oh, I'll just fill. And then I'm like sitting there in line, you know, with the person I was with, and then I hear the people ahead of me that are like. Yeah, it's going to be a hit or miss because uh, this ride depends greatly on who they assign as the pilot. And since we're in like the single rider line or whatever, like what's probably going to happen is like if you get like a four year old kid as your pilot, they're not going to like push all the buttons. I was like, I'm done. I got to go. I just left. I was like, I can't do this. I'll ride this ride. That is exactly what happened to me. (laughs) I went there. I I don't remember who I was with. I was with one of my friends at the time. Like we were in a huge group, but like. You know it's four people and yeah. we were six of us so four went into one as like a cohesive badass team yeah and myself another friend go into one and our and, and they're like okay you you shoot the guns it's like i can shoot guns and like you manage the engine and then the two pilots so the way it works is there are two pilots and one pilot controls left right and one pilot controls up down and so our two pilots were a mom and like a three-year-old kid and so up down no problem we crashed in the kid crashed us into everything you could from the minute we started we crashed into the like the the, the like we couldn't even get out the we kept crashing we hit every damn thing the entire time and i was just like and so this thing shakes violently whenever you crash into anything and so we're the entire ride we're like getting jostled around <laughs> and this kid is having the best time of their life oh, so sure. like bless of course i'm glad this kid was having a great time but but there's like an like 
there's a story based objective where you have to shoot enough, like get enough containers. Yeah. And if you get enough, like you get like a fun little, like, Hey, you yeah. did it guys. Yeah. I don't think we saw one. <laughs> we were just like, where are the containers? Then we were like on the ground. We were like flying. It, it yeah. was in, it was the funniest. We were like, this sucks. This sucks so hard. All we could do was laugh. <laughs> All we could do was laugh. Oh, yeah. It was so bad. Someone is like, yeah. And I heard about that where they're like, you just hope you get a good pilot. You know, otherwise it's going to be all bad. And I was like, we're standing in line for two hours and hope that I don't get assigned with some idiot kid when 90% of what's standing in this line is uh, no offense, children, but idiot kids. I was like, I'm a gamer. Yeah. I'm going to get like annoyed. It's gonna, it's like playing League of Legends all over again where I'm going to be like, come on, kid, yes. at your age. Oh, God. I was beating Streets of Rage 3. What are you doing? <laughs> Someone in was... uh, in my chat says, right now that ride is literally one party per ride because I'm, I'm guessing because of COVID. Uh, so if you're only two people, you only have oh. pilots. Oh. Interesting. COVID's the time to go. COVID's the time so to go couldn't... because before they would mix and match you. Yeah. Some people, it's like it's like a League of Legends match. Okay, they suck. They are there to sandbag you. I'm gonna let you know if it, if we were in a group and it was the three of us, I'd be like, "You two pilot." I'll be. I would stand and like I'd strap seatbelts to me and like stand and press both the shields and the guns and be like, "We got this. We win that shit." I don't care what would happen. I'd be like, we're, pilot, "Because we are gamers. We're gamers. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We are we gamers. Are, yeah." That's true. We we can handle it. I'd tape up my glasses yes, and be can. like, I've got it. I'd strap myself <laughs> exactly. in with both straps. Like, I'll be your R2. <laughs> I start going to town. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to see what that... Uh, I, I guess if that's opening on the 4th, we should have like... It's a weird thing to say, amusement park reviews, but we should have whatever the, the Spider-Man ride is. Uh, like videos and stuff, they usually allow people uh, to talk about those rides uh, pretty in depth. So, yeah, maybe I'll try to track something like that down. It's got to be weird going to Disney though during COVID. Some degree. I mean, I mean, just I'll, the I'll just the know. stigma. Like, I would think. Oh, are you going? Are you gonna go? Yeah, next week. I'll let you know. There you go. Are Are you going for the Avengers thing? No. No, I, I, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I'll be there before that happens. So yeah. I didn't know oh, it was yeah, June yeah. 4th until I already like made plans, made plans. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. I guess I'll miss it by a few days. Yeah. I mean, you're probably lucking out though. Cause so many of those attractions are just a, oh, it's a shit nightmare. show until it's been a couple months. Yeah. I had a great time at galaxy's edge because I didn't go when it was new. Yeah, I was actually sure. able to like walk around and enjoy the cantina and stuff like that and have a really good time. But I'm trying when to wait I for saw the... photos of like how packed it was, I was like, I'm really happy. I it was unfun. I can walk I... around. Yeah. Yeah. I went there the first week. It was oh, terrible. Like it sucked. It was so hot and so crowded and you couldn't do anything. And, you know, we wanted to go in the cantina and they're like, sorry, but it was booked up four hours ago. We're like, how's that possible? Why can't we like we were scheduled to go in there and they're like, Sorry, it's just that's like you missed the window to get in. It's like, but well, we weren't even in line to get in. Like we weren't even allowed in the area yet. And they're like, that's the rules. So I yeah. didn't get to do half the things you could do there. Yeah, I just the first time I, just I went. walked in because I went like three months after it opened. So I just I just walked in, had a drink, was very relaxed, 
So I kind of so liked that vibe. Yeah. You know, I went like, back a second time with my mom was walking around. He was like having interactions with everyone because there was like there was people there, but it wasn't like. But when I saw footage and people's vlogs of like the opening day, I was like, Kyle Ron wasn't talking to nobody. He had the stormtrooper security to get people the hell away from him. Yeah. It was like, much. yeah, no, I uh, my my mom was like, I'd like to go check. I'd like to see that. And I was like, hell yeah, I'll go. So I went with her like a few months later walk around do everything she got the whole experience and i was like i wish i just waited <laughs> she's like she's like i would like to have a ronto wrap i was like i got you i got you lady and she's like this is so unique I'm like yep <laughs> yep a ronto wrap oh boy a ronto wrap yeah made from ronto real ronto because it's such a uh an excursion i'm, I'm i think i'm going to try to wait for the uh the hotel experience to open up uh, but that's probably going to be a nightmare to get into for so many reasons. Although I think it's like a thousand dollars a night uh, is what they released. So a little bit on the expensive side for sure. Uh, when it like, comes to Disney though, people will forego the money. food and sleep yeah. and everything. Yeah. There's people that are very devoted. Well, that's a weird thing when it comes know? to that RP stuff. Like what if the person just doesn't sleep? Like, what if they just well, stay up? There has to, like, because, well, think about it. the promise of what they're saying for that Star Wars interactive hotel is it's you board a spaceship and then every, it's like a cruise, but it doesn't move. Yeah. Like the hotel, yeah, yeah. you're supposed to be in space, out to space, and everyone's in character the entire time. Right. And it's supposed to be an interactive Star Wars experience where you're like on a ship and like things go down. And there's like, if that is what it promises to be. We'll see if that's truly what it's going to be. But if that's what it promises to be, then maybe that's worth the money. And maybe that's worth the, like, if you're a Star Wars, if you're like hard, it reminds me of that um, Star Trek thing they tried to make in Vegas that eventually shut down. Right. Where it was yeah. like, you you yeah, literally yeah. are going to like Quark's Bar and you're going to go. I mean, like if you're into it, that's an experience. The question is how many people will be into it for how long before it becomes unprofitable because it's a, it's expensive to run that. I would imagine. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Like well, you have to have actors 24 seven, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think like, like, let's be real. The target demographic for that's really hard to nail down because like a lot of times when we role play, we have like rules in place. Yeah. Especially like with LARPing and stuff like that, or sure. like even Ren fair, there's like, you know, depending on the rent fare, there's like certain rules and stuff and how you conduct yourself and even like like even GTA RP, right? Which I was playing this last weekend. Sure. But at a hotel, you're gonna have people that are like, you know, how can I help? What can I do with their uncle that's like, ha, he's got one of them lightsaber thingies. J- Jeremiah, go take a photo with that. Yeah. Can we get yes. a photo with that. And and that and so the people that are very into it are gonna be like what the fuck is this dog shit? And the people that aren't into it aren't going to get it. And they are going to 100% be mixed. It's going to be a mixture because you can't like, so that is I, true. Think, I feel like the people that are super into the role play aspect of it aren't going to like it. The people that are very casual aren't going to like, it. I just don't know what the long-term feasibility of it is because so much of that immersion experience is the people you're with. So even I mean, if they do a great job with the set and the actors and the cast, if you have someone there that's like, you know, 
Oh, we should go. You know, we got to go do that. Oh, my God. Is that 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 God that Jar Jar Binks? Isn't that your favorite, Damon? Jar Jar. Can we get a photo? It's his birthday. We're with the birthday boy. And you're over here like. Jar Jar. No, no. It's it's Jesse Cox playing Jar Jar. That's he's playing. Uh, uh, Jar Jar. No like an outsiders, oh, y'all. Yeah. Jesse's playing Gungans a Gungan. No like an outsiders. No, but bronze is totally right. And all you need to do is look at uh, Galaxy's Edge. The first couple months, all the people in Galaxy's Edge were like bright suns, everyone. And if you ask them questions, they would have like a character and they would talk. They're like, oh, well, do you have enough Imperial credits for that? Or they'd be like, you know, do you have the, everything would be in character? If you tried to pay with like a credit card, they'd be like, well, you know, like which credits are they? Are they Old Republic? They'd like be in character. That lasted for about like a month and a half. And then the cast were like, hey, welcome to uh, Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> you know, even the people there got bored of doing it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because after the eighth grandma that's there with her grandchildren, that's like, what do you mean old credits? That's a visa. That should work here. You have the <laughs> sign right there. After the eighth time, they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, no, we take visa. Yes. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, hand me the fucking card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was. I mean, like, I, I was there the first week. I know that they were just like, Bright Suns, welcome. They'd come up to you and they'd be like in character and you'd see characters that like were from books and shit and they'd be like, oh, watch out, I'm hiding from the Imperials. And like they'd like sneak down while you're eating and you like be in a little scene with them. And that shit was not present when I came back <laughs> a few months later. They were just like, welcome to Galaxy's Edge. I was like... Well, they're going to try to do that stuff with, with Marvel as well, right? Like, Oh, absolutely. And that will vanish because yeah. just like Bronze said, like, hi! Hi, Darth Vader. And Kylo Ren's like, what? He's like, hey, Darth Vader. I found that lady you're looking for. It's like, cool. All right. Well, you've ruined the scene that we're trying to do for fun for kids now. <laughs> Thanks, Jeb. Yeah. And then like, that's, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> Spider-Man. Oh, hey, Spider-Man. It's like the Take drunk people who shout out the answer during bar trivia. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. there's like you can never control the random element of just like people not knowing enough about the franchise or not knowing enough about what's happening or not caring. And that will yeah. ruin it for the people who do, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's, like it's different thing. when you're going there for like as a, a huge Star Wars fan. And when you're a mom who's on like day three of a vacation with five kids. Right. Like that's actual hell. And a lot there's of also <laughs> There's also like the parent, there's like a weird parent thing where you want the best for your kid. And so you do it in the cringiest way. Like there's this video of this couple. We just do it where goes, they, you don't care how it's perceived. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like there's a YouTube series about this couple that goes to Disney all the time. And I remember watching like, because for a while there I was like, I wonder what like the coolest thing. That, I, you know, I never, literally never been to Disneyland before. Not once. Uh, and this was a few years back. Like the first time I went to Disney was like, I don't know, five years ago. So like uh the like I was watching these videos and they would like go up to cast members and be like, take a photo with it, and then they follow the cast member around because it was like really fun for them. Meanwhile, I'm like, what about all the other people that are trying to like interact with like Gaston? And they're like, Hey, hey Gaston, and he's like flexing and doing his whole bit. But it's also like there are other literally several 
thousand other people in this park who would yeah. love the same experience. And, and, it's, and that's what happened in Galaxy's Edge. Where everyone's like, hey, Ray. Hey, Ray. Take a photo. <laughs> Ray's just like, I'm trying to be in character. They're like, okay. Come take a photo. Our, <laughs> our daughter dressed up as Ray. She's a big fan. It's her birthday. She's turning nine today. Look at her. She's dressed up just like you. Look, Emmalyn. She looks just like you. Look. Here, let me lift you up on my shoulders. It's scary how she accurate that is. Like but, like, the crazy thing is, is, like, I get it. I understand that, like, in that moment, your child is meeting the character they love. Yeah. And you want to yeah. have that moment. Like, I get it. But at the same time, it's also in so self-absorbed. And it's that weird balance where if you say to someone, we're going to make a theme park that is you go to another planet. And it is you are in this Galaxy's Edge outpost. And everything there is like you're drinking things from Star Wars. And you're eating things from Star Wars. And the shops take Imperial. Like all that shit. At the same time, you are then like, oh, Kylo, Kylo Ren, take a photo with me. <laughs> You know, it's like a bizarre thing you're asking people to to accept. And it and that's why, it, you know, when they say, like, yeah, we're going to make an, a super interactive uh, theme park style hotel where you don't actually leave the hotel. The entire experience is the hotel. That is, I don't know how that succeeds. I just don't know how. Well, yeah, I can't figure yeah. it out. Yeah. In a lot of ways, it's also impossible to, to have work 100% of the time because, like, everyone's a paying customer. Right. So you can't just take like Jimmy yeah. and Bo and lock them in the Imperial prison for 48 hours. Although that would be awesome. <laughs> if the stormtroopers just came and like took them away to and the bad they place. Did, they'd escape anyway. No one stays. In, mean, you're, we, you're never safer than an Imperial prison. We see yeah. that with escape rooms. Have you, I think we've all seen those groups. Like I've never done an escape room, but like I've seen like vlogs and stuff of them. And I feel so bad because it'll be like, all right. You have 40 minutes to get out of this room before this zombie breaks that chain and then it's going to come at you. Yeah. And I, I shit you not, there's like three people that are like, okay, we got to solve this. And the fourth person's like, so stupid. It's not even like that. Let, me, like let me tell you Things some like shit. <laughs> oh, Anyways. You're bringing I'll, some memories back for Jesse. I need to, t I need to tell you this because okay. it's insane. Okay. So, uh, did an escape room. This is like exactly what would it. Bronze is totally right. Did an escape room, bunch of friends. It was one of those escape rooms that's like interactive. It's super neat. It looks like you're outside, but you're clearly indoors and you have to escape the backyard of this killer because you like it's a multi level escape room where it's like each escape room is a different part of the story. Yeah. And so we were on the last part of the story, which is like you got to get out the backyard. And there are giant fences, and it's like in 40 minutes, these like killer dogs that he is set to find you will get you. Right. And when you get in the backyard, there's like a woman chained up. And the only way to escape this escape room is you have to like switch this woman's blood with some other thing and it's going to kill her right and she's the lover of like a character that's been in the needless to say you find a note and this note is like this is what you have to do in order to escape and it literally says kill this woman and so one of our group my dearest friend gerard one of our group <laughs> literally is like she needs to know and we're like what it's like she needs to know takes the letter hands it to her and thank God this actress was, like, on point. Because she then reads the letter and freaks out. And we're like, what did you think was going to happen, Gerard? What, like, showing showing the person we have to kill, that we're going to kill her? And so the entire time, now she's yelling at us the entire time. And he's thinking about, like, how do I save this woman? And we're like, it's just an escape room! 
we're just trying to get out, buddy. <laughs> we're just, he's like, no, there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way to save Dude, him. I'm, I'm with like, Gerard. No! I'm with Gerard here. I'm in Camp Gerard. Say, we did not escape. <laughs> we got eaten by we got eaten by dogs. We died. We were this close to the end, and we got killed by dogs. The lights went out, and all you hear is like, and that's how we died. And she died anyway. All yeah. I'm saying is, we could have been out of there. And, and he was just like, but this, but this human being, we're like, that's an actress, dude. That's an actress who is paid to sit here and die for us. It's not real. No, this is real. No, this. And that's why I'm terrified to go to like places that are like like that. Where it's, you know, it's like an interactive experience. We have the one friend who doesn't take it seriously at all. And the one friend who's like, this is the star. Yes. You're like, there's uh, the way that I look at it is it's the inverse of going to a theater where people are dressed up and have like lightsabers and shit. Right. Like it'll be, Mm -hmm. you're in their world now. So you're not going to (laughs) be like role playing and they're going to hate on you for that fact. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Cause no, you're right, Jesse. There's going to be the two extremes of it. And it's like, it's like, I hate the people at haunted houses. Like, it's okay if you're not scared, like, that's fine. But the people that go there specifically to egg on the cast and the people and like, fuck with the experience for everyone else by being like, oh my God, that's so stupid. Oh my God. Like, it's like, first of all, they're just doing a job. Okay. Second of all, okay, we get it. You're not scared. You're like ruining the experience for everyone else. And when I went to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios, they will kick you out of the park for that. Yeah, they, you eventually. You have your money. They don't care. Yeah. If you put hands on anyone, if you are overly disrespectful, if you're ruining, like, the scares of the attractions for everyone else, they just remove you. And when I was there, I constantly see people getting escorted out. Like, constantly. It's a constant stream of, like, dudes usually getting escorted out because they... I'm just... Either uh... because they got drunk and punched somebody because they serve alcohol and, and they, you know, like, somebody jumped out and they swung on him. Or because they were like, this is so stupid. You're so stupid. I'll fight a Demogorgon. I'll fight a Demogorgon. All right, you're out. But Because both of those extremes are bad. The extreme where it's like, oh, my fucking God, I have to fight for my life. And the other one that's like, I'll fight this guy in the suit. I don't care. He's not scary. It's like. It's a tale as old as time is what that is. This is 100%. I know which one I'd be. Like. I went to a Witcher event for like a press thing and they had this amazing cosplayer dressed up as, as Geralt. And he was like teaching us how to sword fight. And one of the things he did is like, all right, I'm gonna teach you how to spin with your sword. And as he's spinning, I walk up and poke him with my sword. I'm like, I would have killed you if you were spinning. (laughs) And he's like, and he was like, no, you're supposed to spin. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was like, it's counterproductive. I just stabbed you and you're dead. They spin did nothing to save you. And the rest of the day, he was pissed at me. All I'm saying is, <laughs> if I was there and there was, like, a dude trying to lightsaber fight like Darth Maul, I'd be like, you're dead now. <laughs> I know who You're I'd be. just I, acting, Jesse. I know. I know. But it was so silly. And I was like, you're dead. I just killed you. Now I am the Witcher. Right? I'd be like, now I am the Sith Lord. I know who I am. I know because I would be... I wouldn't be like, yes, and now I shall twirl like you. It just wouldn't. It wouldn't happen. I, I know what I am. Part of me thinks, though, that, like, Disney's going to plan for that, right? Like, if you're paying that much money, they're going to make it interactive in the sense where people that do get out of line, like, they do get put in, like, Imperial Prison. Or th- there's, like, side there's side objectives where, like, if you say a secret word or something, then, it like, you get a you get a completely different experience from other people. Right, like I if hope they, that they plan for that shit. I think that would be so. If they cool. were smart. I think if, if they, they were smart, they'd put you in prison. 
Yeah, if they if they were smart, they put you in an imperial prison that you could break out of. Yeah, like, that would be part of the like experience. an escape room. Yeah, yeah, like an actual. There was I've been to an escape room where you were locked in a prison and you had to literally unscrew under the sink and crawl under the sink into like the walls of the. It was so neat. Yeah, and like hell yes, that would be super fun if they were like we're taking you to prison and then it's like oh no, but you can break out. That'd be neat. That would that would be really smart. I bet I I feel like it'll be closer to like the latter part of what JP said, where they'll pick out somebody that's like really engaged and perfect, kind of like the way um, magicians and performers do. Yeah, yeah, where they'll be like you there, like you know you're my assistant. You know they they never pick somebody that's gonna be like. There's a mirror back here. They always pick somebody that they think is going to play along or not right. mess with them. Like, I feel I don't know how live magicians do it because some people will 100 percent ruin your trick. Not they clearly have an eye. It's got to be hard. Yeah, they, they have like a they I think they have a really good eye for being like this person will play along, you know, and, and like help me out here um, or, or like because when you're standing at that, like perspective you can see things people in the audience can't you're kind of privy to all that so i i think like that would be kind of cool if they i think if they pick out people where it's like oh these people are kind of in it and just be like you know you there what do you know you know and like bring them into the experience but maybe not everybody well that's i mean that's originally what galaxies as are supposed to be like you could ask a cast member certain questions and there was one of my friends um who went every single day the first week he like realized they were telling a story. So if you asked enough, like they would tell you about a thing and then you go find the thing and then there'd be a person there. And there was a literal like secret story going on that if you were into it and then later when we try to do the same thing, no longer exists, which I, which I don't know if that meant like there was cast turnover or they just decided not to do it anymore or whatever. But yeah, it's like, it was there. And then they just stopped doing it because, like, there was no interest in it happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, it, it also just depends on, like, who's going to be in the park that day, right? Like, you like, got to plan I, for that. Like, I want to go to the Avengers campus and be like, Hell Hydra. <laughs> right? And <laughs> see what they do. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. would love it if there was a secret secret Hydra thing going on at the Avengers campus. Where, like, the employees were like, Hell Hydra. That would be awesome. That would be so Yo, listen. wild. If someone dressed as a shield agent said hail Hydra to me, I would be so hyped. <laughs> yes. I would be like, hell yes. It would be, be like, cool hey, if, would be- if, if they plan for both of those, right? Like if they say hail Hydra or you say hail Hydra to them, either they can scream and then you get taken away by like proper shield a- agents or you tell on them for saying that and they get taken away by <laughs> shield agents or something or- like that. Or you say it, they say it, and they're like, come with me. And you get like a secret Hydra pin. Yeah. That'd be great. That would be amazing. That would be so cool if like, yeah, well, where'd you get that pin? And be like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, you're not allowed to tell anyone about right? it because you're part of Hydra. That'd be so neat. Yeah. But you know, there'd be something that's like, actually, I said hail Hydra to that girl with the purple bun over there. <laughs> yeah. The one with the purple hair. I said hail Hydra to her and she gave it to me. Well, well, that's what, that's what happened with the black crystals in the Star Wars thing. Yeah. It, it, yeah. When you got, when you got your like random crystals, people just discovered if you shine a light and then they made videos on YouTube yep. of like, here's how you find your black crystal. And then they were like, all right. So they had to change the packaging. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's the thing know, is the internet ruins, ruins everything in that regard. Right. As soon yeah. as that gets out. So some reviewers could be like, 
oh my god, you guys, if you go say hell hydra to this person and fucking twist your feet three times in front of them, <laughs> you'll get this pin, right? They'll take we'll you stop. to a secret hydra room and you'll get a pin. And then it like, yeah, that kind of ruins the fun. Yeah. But also, congrats on your extra fifty thousand views, you asshole. <laughs> I would. You know what would be I would, really fun? Oh, like if you say hail Hydra, the person reports you to the guards. The guards take you away, but the guards are Hydra, and they say you're yeah. free to go about oh, your yeah. business. Yeah, I think it would also be fun if if a YouTuber's like, "Yeah, I got this pin, hail Hydra," and then you go there and you try it on someone, and they're like, "I have no idea what you're talking about," because <laughs> like you know, because there's like Hydra. Hydra's been dead a long time, friend. Like they just like it only works sometimes. That'd be cool. Yeah, there's only like one or two people that are actually Hydra. Everyone else is is just a normal person. And so you can try it all you want, but, you know, every day the cast member who's Hydra would change. Yeah. Something like that. So you can't, like, That'd so work. if you say Hell Hydra to enough people, you know, like someone dressed up as, like, Captain America is like, oh, rah, 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 stop that, citizen. You know, like, I, I don't know. It could be super fun. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Shouldn't we run a theme park? Is all I'm saying is, why aren't we running Disneyland? Yeah, we, we're definitely part of the imagineering team i think if money's no option why aren't we running it we would have crazy stuff just saying it's true just saying. it's true yeah uh someone uh, is to wrap up the show to bring it back to uh to loki in the mcu someone is asking uh-huh. uh what should i watch in preparation for loki uh i would say thor one thor two the first avengers thor three ragnarok and then and, uh, and, the uh, Infinity, uh, War. Infinity War, and that's probably Infinity it. Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just I mean, you don't even have to watch all of Infinity of War. Yeah, just the I mean, first you... five minutes, first twenty minutes. Yeah, and then oh, and then Endgame. You have to watch the scene in Endgame. But right. like, I'm Another almost positive minutes. there's yeah, there's like a clip show of like thanks to yourself for Loki that yeah. would give you all the answers of you. But yeah, I mean, knowing understanding who Loki is as a character, you can get from watching all the the Thor movies. And then what's happening to him right now is from the last two Avengers films. Yeah. Um, I also think. Uh, I thought it was from the. Wait. Okay. No, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What, what happens to him, his finale is <clears throat> yes. in uh, Infinity War, but like mm-hmm. his plot point yeah. is in Endgame. And in Endgame, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I think Marvel is also already doing the like PR loki wednesdays on twitter um and i think they watched like thor one and thor two last week and then i think they're watching avengers this week or something like that so if you want to watch along with some intern at uh, disney (laughs) there is literally a video on marvel entertainment's youtube called loki in 30 seconds tom hiddleston explains all of loki explains the entire saga so far yeah in 30 seconds Great. So if you want like a little tiny bit and not a whole deep dive, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking of like, you know, when you, when you said Thor 2, I was like, I. Uh, oh, actually. I, mean, you, I wouldn't say you have to watch it, but you kind of do for like Loki backstory because it then it affects what's going on in Thor 3. But like <laughs> Thor 2 sucks, man. Thor 2 is not a good movie. <laughs> I don't I even like Thor 1 watch, all that much. You watch your fucking mouth. And I've fallen asleep. <laughs> I've fallen asleep so many times when I rewatch it. It's so hard for me to get through it. It's got yeah. some good parts, okay, guys? It's not a It good... may have some good parts, but like it got nothing going Someone's on. Someone's gotta so, be the like... Marvel apologist here. Okay. 
Someone's got to. Uh, we still need to rank our stuff. Maybe that'll be next week. I just realized, though, Jesus, that first or that second week of June is going to be absolutely insane. Because uh, Loki comes out on the 9th. E3 starts on the 12th and ends on Monday. So we should have a show still on the 14th. I mean, it's all online. So, like, whatever. Yeah, well, like the we thing is, is there anywhere. might be a conference at the same time as the show normally airs. Is the only thing. Monday at 9 a.m.? What conference is that going to be? Nintendo. What co- Nintendo? Probably. Uh, Nintendo We've DVD. already lost to it then, so it doesn't matter. That's fine. <laughs> so maybe no we'll one, watch that. No one watching the Nintendo conference is going to be like, oh, I'm going to miss out on my MCU crew. Yeah. It's fine. <clears throat> yeah, but it's I might want to cover the Nintendo conference is what I'm saying. Oh, I see how it is. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Look, E3 op- only happens once a year. But Loki also only happens. Sometimes not at all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'm sure they're going to start putting out uh, dates and times as we get closer um, to that, uh, to that date. So yeah. Anyways, let's do some shout outs and uh, wrap up this one hour podcast. Uh, Bronze, by all means, start us off. What's going on? Where can people check you out? Hi. Hello. I'm that bronze girl. Um, you can find me online where I stream full time on Twitch at that bronze girl and on my Twitter where I upload content pretty regularly. Uh, the newest episode of the D&D campaign IGM on Tuesday nights is up on YouTube. And this weekend I got into some chicanery on GTRP. I'm planning on beating Resident Evil this week. Village. That is. Nice. Nice. Forgot the name. Forgot the number. <laughs> it happens. Jesse, what's going on hey. with you? We're doing the exact same thing. We're going to wrap up uh, RE Village uh, this week. And uh, I got another episode of my educational show about games coming out this weekend. Ooh. And, uh, you know, it's about uh, rogue likes, So that should be fun. Sweet. And, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of all the other nonsense. <clears throat> I got, you know, this stuff. Just uh, I got a bunch of, I have to watch, you know. So many damn shows apparently now. It's true because that's where my I, I, I you know so whatever. Oh, and uh, yeah, if you're a super nerd into Final Fantasy, tomorrow's the new patch, so I'll be streaming that like a crazy person. That is true. Yeah, then that is true. Uh, what do I got going on? Probably what what's going on this week? Playing Biomune uh, later today. Although the reviews for that game are kind of rough, so I guess we'll see how that goes. Uh, we'll also jump into a little uh, JPNN after this and uh, see what's going on in the gaming news. Uh, later today, we're watching uh, episode seven and eight of Invincible with uh, Jericho and Luxy. Um, so I'm excited to uh, to wrap that show up uh, tomorrow. Probably some Final Fantasy stuff, though. I think that's mostly Boja. I'm not sure. I need to see what's in that patch content. If not, we'll we'll check out some more Biomune. Uh, Wednesday drop frames. DJ Knight's going to be joining us. And uh, then we'll see where we go from there. Uh, also, Chivalry 2, I think, starts on Thursday. So we're going to be jumping into that beta. Uh, looking forward to that. So that's what we've got going on. Hope to see you guys in uh, any slash all of our streams at once, if there's enough. If you can just do that, uh, one, let us know, because uh, we'd love to have that technology as well. That's like some some Doctor Strange tech, I think. They can do that, probably. We'll be back next week. Maybe we'll rank some MCU stuff. Maybe Disney will drop another trailer. Maybe we'll get the Spider-Man trailer next week. I don't, who knows? You know, instead <laughs> of a ranking, could we do a tier list? We're going to do a tier list, yeah. Yeah, I say okay. ranking because, it, it, yeah, it'll be a tier list. 
I think it's impossible Putting to do them a ranking in a, in a number order. Oh man, that's too stressful. But a tier list, I think I could manage. Yeah, it'll be a tier list. Tier list are the meta now on Twitch, as it turns out. Everyone's doing them, so we'll do a tier list of of the MCU uh, one of these days. We got two more shows before uh, Loki starts, so maybe and we can get we that done. Then we take a picture of our tier list and we tweet it, and that's marketing because then people will be like, "What? You're wrong. You're." friggin idiots and i'm gonna tell you why and we'll be like thanks for the engagement loser yeah that's why we shouldn't put ant-man uh is boring movies because you know that's just it's too much engagement i don't want that heat no i don't want to do, deal with we that we need to have that and then in the middle just put like i do this for you noor just not s rank just put bts butter oof you know and oof. then people be like what this isn't even a marvel film and i'll be like at one point they said iron man was their favorite hero so they go at S tier and then we'll get all the engagement and we'll all be rich and famous. And then we'll go to the Avengers, you know, thing over in Disneyland and they'll let us vlog it the way Jack Black did. Thank you for coming to my Ted talk. It was a great plan. We'll put it in action <laughs> next week. I'm on board. I'm on board. Jesse's not there yet, but he will be. He will be. Give us some pouty before we go. <laughs> Thanks, Jon Snow. Appreciate you joining us uh, on the show this week. Very excited for your uh, future Eternals appearance. <laughs> Sir Jon Snow. The uh, fuck. What was the what is his dad? What's the, the 15th baronet? Yeah, the baronet. Uh, you're the 17th baronet, unfortunately. I'm the 17th? Yeah. Damn. You've got a secret right. older brother uh, that we can't tell I you about. Man, I would be shocked by the secret older brother. Yeah, it's just, you know, can't like, where that. were you my entire life? We could have had fun vacations instead of me doing whatever my parents wanted and well, like playing Game Boy. He was an eternal, so he couldn't uh, he couldn't get involved, you know? Wait, so he's an eternal, but I'm not? That's some bullshit. That's true. You've got a magical sword. Good luck. Have fun. Uh, yeah, guys, I do. Do it. yeah, I do. Good night, everybody. <laughs> hey. Jesus Christ. We're out of here. Bye-bye.